0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot
1: piece by piece this puzzle come together Several your ties with the bad guys let the lies go if you want to be a hoe go ahead and don't be scared many a bitch represent and is led whichever way and i'm not gay what when did that get in (laughs) there But yeah, I never heard. I never. I, I gotta go back and listen to these lyrics. Whichever way, no, I'm not gay and really don't give a fuck about what you doing. Long as I pay the way, my Southwest GA Warriors to come and pack the feed, talking what they need to succeed. You know what we gonna do on this road. We gonna explode. Now nah, you ready to for this territory, making our life one big story to tell. Reality amongst the youth, longest brothers in your body. I got proof. I'm not scared hey welcome to the black out podcast your host rod and karen um yeah because sometimes when you go get them lyrics they ain't what,
2: what
0: it i don't
1: even know if that was not in there that might oh, be in there i don't I know just, is I it sometimes maybe i wasn't listening you bad. know when you listen to shit when you're um uh you know back in like 1995 like i didn't know as much about the world then like, that's true this is just a good a chance that that dude was like i'm not gay like just randomly out of like yeah and i wouldn't have thought twice about it then yeah Yeah, it's like when you go back and listen to dmx you be like god damn like like, you you, you got
2: issues you're very homophobic
0: man
1: yeah (laughs) he's like why this was in here i never even knew that that was a line you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying? uh but yeah maybe uh you know maybe that was a line dog i didn't even know he sn- snuck that one in there he's just like by the way i ain't gay you like nobody was asking All <laughs> right, <I don't- laughs> so why you telling y'all just need to know nigga okay in case it's confusion no, okay. I, I was not confused. Now I don't got no problems with you being gay, but you just need to know that I'm not. You're like, all
2: right, brother, I'll yeah, just Yeah, calm down. No, you know. It's, yeah. it's
1: it's all right. Um I I
2: never questioned it, you know, none of my business, but thank you for letting me know, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean I guess it rhymes, so you know, get it yeah. up in there.
2: Get them sixteen balls.
1: Yeah, <laughs> whichever way no, I'm not gay and really don't give a fuck about what you doings. As long as I pay the way, so I'm assuming he's saying, you know, he don't really care. It's like when people say there's nothing wrong with that and you're um. like, Oh, y'all gay, but ain't nothing wrong with that. And you're like, Well, why'd you add that last sentence? You make it sound like something was wrong with that.
0: Right. Uh
1: at any rate uh, welcome to the Blackout Tills Podcast. Your host, Rod and... Karen. Already being problematic with these lyrics. I know, right? Um, you can find us on the Blackout Tills Podcast uh, and on iTunes and Stitcher. Search the Blackout Tips. will come up. Leave us five-star reviews. If we like them, we'll read them. The official weapon of the show... The taser. An unofficial sport. is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Today marks day 599 that Bobby Schmurter has been locked up in jail for, you know, no, no lower bail just two million dollars and nobody's coming to his rescue Mm -mm. they hear him screlly up he ain't said a word about bobby since uh i ain't forget at any rate uh we're Mm -hmm. also sponsored this week we're double sponsored Mm -hmm. uh we're brought to you by loot craig this episode is brought to you by Loot Crate, which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises. Go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt. Enter offer code tbgwt. You can get $3 off of any new subscription. Uh Of course, August is the month of the anti-hero. That's the theme of your box. Uh So you want to open that bad boy up and see what kind of hero slash villain wear they are celebrating. Things such as uh, Kill Bill, archer you know some dc comic stuff um you know i'm reading um i just started reading this book nighthawk which uh is by marvel and it's uh very much about the kind of like what is the line between a hero in 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 the sense that we think of a hero and is promoted in america and what is a real hero and this is black dude that is beating up cops in chicago for being uh violent for police brutality and being corrupt And I love that book so far. I'm about three issues in. So uh, people, I'll share a screenshot of it today on Twitter of a couple pages. And it's already getting a lot of retweets and stuff and everybody sharing it because I think a lot of black people are like, okay. And, you know, for Marvel to be a company which is harshly critiqued on racial issues, even though I feel like they're at the forefront of those issues choose, when compared yeah. to pretty much all other comic book yeah, companies
2: they still can change and evolve and grow but yeah they, they're yeah. a lot further than a lot of other people
1: yeah for ind- like independent companies um unless it it's like black owned and stuff a lot of people are just really behind them but uh they respond to the pressure that is put upon them and uh i think sometimes a lot of people don't read the books and then they complain mm-hmm. well this is a book you can read and you know i'd love to see what people think about this one because this i haven't heard this, anyone else really talking about it so you know get into it uh anyway com slash tbgwt code tbgwt uh also we're brought to you by bevel that's right. This episode is brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up, step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out getbevel.com today. Use code TBGWT. Get 20% off of your first month at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. I used it this morning. All right. Wouldn't, wouldn't tell you to get something that I wouldn't use. That's crazy. Okay. That's just wrong. Uh, you can trust me. Uh, of course, um, <laughs> uh we uh have a lot of stuff to get into uh but i guess first can just start with kind of some random things that i was thinking about and things going on in life mm-hmm. uh i guess the first thing is that we tried foe for the first time
2: yes it was good
1: Mm-hmm. we went to this place called Ipho. it's up the street what happened was um and long time listeners of the show will remember this the chinese place we used to go to the one where the old man fell down yes in the parking lot and his wife wouldn't let me help him get up and then the ambulance came and the ambulance was taking a long time Mm. and we just sat there and like talked like this old man wasn't laying on the ground struggling to get up um and we had to you know i had to wait for the paramedics to get there and stuff and um like long story short that place is closed now and now it's afo which is run by some different people, it seems, mm-hmm. um, and i uh is like you know the faux stove, basically, like we get up in there and uh, we're like, you know, I'm like, let's try something different. I've never had faux before,
2: no, i I didn't know what the hell a faux was, so
1: yeah, so I said, you know, let me try this, and um, yeah, it's good as fuck it was d.
2: De- delicious
1: yeah i I was really surprised to be able to see um you know some something like that because you know for the most part um uh, you know we don't have that type of like store or whatever here that type of Mm -hmm. restaurant and if you do go look for that you pretty much like need to speak vietnamese or something yes and i've been in places where i've tried to go to places that were like vietnamese you know that like, didn't even have English on the menu and stuff. But I remember I went in there one time and the person just looked at me like, the fuck are you doing in here? And I was like, I don't, I just want to try some of this shit. Like, I don't want to, you know, intrude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's your culture and your store. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you're a restaurant. You're open to the public. I figured, you know, this is America. I figured maybe like they would have like a way to Introduce
0: translate writer. or Introduce like some people. sort of,
1: yeah, cause you know, I, I, you know i like i my friend growing up um he was uh chinese and i used to go down to his house and hang out with him and his brothers and stuff and eat with them and whatnot but you know obviously i, I mean chinese he was vietnamese obviously i don't speak vietnamese or right. whatever i can't read it so it wasn't like a matter of um you know me coming through and being like you know oh what is this now so i never knew the names for anything it was just he bring me out to play the shit i'd be like this shit's delicious um and that's you know that's it that was my extension of vietnamese food cult, culture and food and i know that uh in america a lot of what we call chinese food isn't chinese food nope, a lot it of it is, is vietnamese a lot of it is
2: americanized it
1: yeah yeah exactly some of it's not even served over there you mm-hmm. know there's no general Chow in real no, life you know that's shit no, like that me chicken. right so um i got we go in and i'm just like fuck it let's try something new you know and it was really good like it's this big brothy bowl bowl of like soup um it's almost like a japanese noodle bowl but with way more broth Mm -hmm. like the japanese noodle bowls uh that we've had like it kind of like the broth level is like Noodle level, this joint you gotta go find your noodles, dog.
2: <laughs> and they were delicious.
1: Like I was YouTube, I was uh googling like how to eat this, what is this, what is that, like because rather than because Karen asked me a question, like it's not both our first times <laughs> trying it. Like we both were like, yeah, okay, let's try this for the first time. And then we get in there, and Karen's just like, so what is uh a tripe? I'm like, well, let me Google that. Uh, All right, so
2: I started asking the man questions. I was like, hey, yeah. dog. Uh, what is this I'm ordering? And he started going through like the different types of uh meats you could put in your soup. And Roger Googled and, and you know, some people, t- not Googled, but asked, and some people told him what not to eat. So I was like, well, I'm not yeah, trying none of that. I
1: asked Twitter, like, I took a picture of the menu and said, for y'all that have had this, this is when Twitter's a great resource, what would y'all order? You know, and I just kind of took the consensus. Most people actually went with beef and stuff. I actually ordered the, um you know i actually ordered the um you did seafood seafood one yeah which is weird because i ordered the seafood one because i didn't want tripe or tendon which come with it as well like some of them come with tripe and tendon and i didn't want those because people on twitter were like yeah don't try that don't try that and i was like all right well i just get seafood i can't go wrong with that i love shrimp i love i think Crab. crab was in there and and scallop or whatever and um yeah it still had tripe in it so i don't know the rules it neither just, i it did just the
2: beat that it was good and and uh i think i embarrassed Roderick <laughs> while he was down because when they bring it because hey you get this big ass tub full of broth and beef and noodles which mm-hmm. were delicious and then you get this little side plate and it has Sprouts and jalapenos and this big ass leafy thing. I didn't know what the hell it was, and so I picked it but up.
1: Here's the thing, y'all. He told us he was bringing that before he came out there. Uh-huh. He said he like, his Karen asked before, and he answered her. He was uh-huh. like, when I he was like, when I bring it out, I'm gonna bring you a lime, a couple of jalapenos, some sprouts, and uh I forget basil or something like that, and. So I paid attention and heard that. So when they set the plate down, I was like, "There are my sprouts, there's my lime, there's my basil." He also said he bring us some hot chili sauce. You know, they had hoisin on the table, they had sriracha on the table, like they had everything to season your soup up. Because basically, when they bring your, your your big plate of broth out there, a big bowl of broth, it's it's not that spicy and not that seasoned, but all the seasoning stuff is on the table, so you can kind of mix it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and match it on how you feel, you right. know. So he brings it out there and Karen is like, Oh, what is this leaf? Do I just put these, the whole branch into my soup? I I'm just like, you know, obviously, out. obviously not. And then the woman came ah! over and was like, Yeah, you just pick it apart and then you just like kind of put the individual leaves into your uh, soup. And she was like, Oh, okay. Like Karen's, Karen basically was up in IFO. Uh, oh my God. This beautiful. That, that was pretty much Karen the whole time. <laughs> I was
2: so lost and confused, but I had myself a ball, And then when I it was hilarious, cuz I just knew it was a Vietnamese noodle place. So I put the picture up online, and everybody kept saying, pho, pho, pho. I said, like, What the hell is a pho? So I looked it up, and it was basically what I had. I was like, Shit, I didn't know. So I, I put a post this morning, and I was like, Hey, I was like, I had to look up pho, cuz everybody kept saying pho. All I know is I had a big ass bowl of soup. I didn't know that the pho was the soup.
1: Yeah so it was good it was good i can't lie
2: i had my naruto shirt on didn't know what was going it looked like naruto after after a good old workout with prairie sage
1: yes yeah, she was definitely I, I took a picture and put it on twitter like after a long day of training to beat rochumaru yes we gotta make sure that we uh getting ready to getting level up, up for sasuke hmm <laughs> okay after uh eating that bowl i just wanted to be like sakura but
2: i know right i
1: didn't because that's that's not that's japanese and not vietnamese it's not all the same um <laughs> but yeah we had four man it was really good um two ignorant people trying something for the first time
2: mm-hmm, france that would definitely be back again you get tons of leftovers
1: oh my god man the bowl or the leftover i i don't know how you finished that
2: Mm-mm. i mean we literally could have got one bowl and split it honestly
1: for real. It like, can you pour this into two different bowls? But it was so... It was it was cool, man. It was a good experience, man. I'm glad I, I, I normally don't try new things when I eat a lot of times. I'm a creature of habit. Or if I do try something, I, like, really pay attention to what I'm ordering so that I know I won't be disappointed.
2: Yeah, and I'm completely the opposite. Don't ask me why. Well,
1: yeah. Well, Karen is kind of predictable, too. Well, she'll... <laughs> she'll just, like, go a place that is, like... It could be a Mexican place and shit, but like, I'll try to pad tie and I'm just like, well, that's going to be terrible. I'm like, yep, you didn't, it it's just ketchup on noodles. And you're like, well, yeah, of course you didn't even pay attention that, that that's not the same. That's not even the same like branch. You know what I'm saying? Yes.
2: And what really confused me is depend on if you're go to a japanese or chinese or vietnamese certain things are called the same but they are not the same when they present it to you so i've learned to actually read the ingredients
1: yeah so well but uh, yeah i um i definitely enjoy it so um Mm
2: -hmm. oh we also had that uh those chicken wings and that fish sauce
1: Oh yeah, that was the first. I've never had chicken wings in fish sauce. I was when we ordered them. I was like, maybe these will be nasty. I don't know, but they were good. I enjoyed mm. the chicken wings and the fish sauce. Um, yeah, it, everything was good there, man. So yeah, we had
2: some firecracker shrimp. They yep, I'll
1: definitely be back, man. Definitely be back. Um, and what else is happening? Oh, yeah, just random thoughts. That's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw the Born movie. I'll be reviewing it this week. Uh, hopefully with Bob from Hot Firestarter. Mm-hmm. Um, for our premium people, it'll be out. But, um, I think they should, you know, obviously he doesn't die or anything. So they should do a i I think they should do some more sequels. I was thinking in the new sequel, uh, he should find religion and then he swears off killing and they can call it Born Again.
0: Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: And like so then the whole movie is just him fighting people but he don't kill no more. Mm-hmm. Uh and or if they don't like that one, they could have one where Jason Bourne runs for president, but then he loses in the primary and refuses to drop out the race and then call it Bourne a Bust. Ha <laughs> it could be like a whole movement behind him and everything um and it's like the dnc and hillary are trying to assassinate him and stuff but he keep getting away you know even in broad daylight in public spaces because that's what he does um i also watch stranger things um um on netflix
2: did you watch watch everything the whole series
1: yeah i watched the whole series okay. it's only eight episodes okay, and they're about sure. 40 40 minutes each uh it's really good like
2: bad. everybody's been saying it's excellent
1: it just reminds you of like spielberg and uh even that Josh whedon movie from a couple years ago like i forget the name of it super eight yeah super eight kind of like that like it's got kids it's got sci-fi it's got some horror elements um but it's to me it wasn't that scary um so I, I liked it a lot man uh the only thing only drawback i had from it was i wish um the creature that they had would have been not cgi and being practical effects because i feel like with the 80s vibe they were giving on the show uh practical effects would have went over better um but even with all that it was really really good series um and i didn't and i went in kind of with a chip on my shoulder like y'all niggas don't know what y'all talking about this shit ain't gonna be good and then i was watching and i was like this is the greatest thing i have ever so <laughs>
0: uh,
1: and then also i went to tv one because you know how sci-fi does like the sci-fi originals but it really it's just a copy of like something else that's more popular mm-hmm. so like i don't know uh a movie like uh uh, uh, uh what's what's a good sci-fi movie lately Let's say Prom uh, Prometheus comes out, and then they'll make one, and it's not it's not the same. But they'll be, they'll call it like space aliens, and it's the same fake plot. Or Transformers will come out, and they'll call it Transmorphers and they'll have not horrible special effects and a low budget cast. Mm-hmm. Well, TV One is doing something similar to that because uh, I watched Stranger Things, and I went on TV One. And they have a new series, and it's Tyler Perry presents Stranger Things um it's a little bit different <laughs> it's about some black kids that discover an alien uh is among them it's it's pretty y'all should check it out stranger things s-c-r-a-n-g-e-r Is things somebody? t-h-a-n-g-s
2: hmm? oh okay so they're not strangling nobody
1: no it's stranger things uh not stranger things and you like a lot of good like i saw like one of the aliens had AIDS and uh hiv or ah! something giving it to everybody yeah, the
2: girl, there's a girl of some strange things happening around
0: here
1: right a couple of the aliens was having an affair and you know they're gonna get hiv too because that's what Mm-hmm. um <laughs> speaking of racism what happened to ah! what happened to people that say Negro? Negros? Remember, niggers? like i old, was watching I, I've something talked
2: to old black people to say that
1: Oh, black people still say, I I don't know anybody that says nigra anymore. That's like, why I said they were old. Oh. Yeah, I don't, like, it used to be, but it used to be common, you know? Like, you pronounce negro as nigra, and that has a 100% correlation to that person being a racist. It's, it, like, there's ah! never, nobody says nigra that's not racist at this point, like, uh that's a willful choice in
2: 2016 yes
1: it is like you have chosen <laughs> like people already say people that say negro are racist and i know uh president obama is scrapping oriental indian and negro from uh the, all federal laws like they're changing the wording so it won't say that anymore um but negro that's that's the one that's uh like ain't nobody accidentally says nigra, you know what i mean and if you do that then you so super racist you don't even know how to like code switch
2: yeah you don't care you're about yeah to, you so oh yeah fuck i'm about to die y'all gonna listen today young bucks?
1: yeah like negros is such a racist term you when you say it you should have to have like the accent of a southern bell and sip a mint julep at the same time
2: ah! you know <laughs> be sitting outside being fanned
1: Right, like you watching, uh, uh, you watching like a black protest on CNN and you sipping a mint julep on your porch in a rocking chair. In a like Southern Belle like dress, and then you're just like, Ma, I do declare, what has gotten into these niggers? You know, like. Ah,
0: like,
2: ah, (laughs) Did you hear about that niggers that was cutting up over there (laughs) in that place? I think they call it Ferguson. (laughs) I don't know where it is, but it ain't near here because my negros know how to act. Oh, niggers know how to act.
1: I was watching, uh, I was watching the DNC. And that Negro president and his first wife were both giving speeches. My, my, my! Can
2: you believe that they let them actually speak to the country?
1: <laughs> How time flies! Yeah, somebody
2: I, said a bendo. Yeah, when you talk like that behind you, ought to go. Right. <laughs>
1: Can you freshen this up, Tyrus? Because you know it's like <laughs> yeah,
2: you, you have a, you got a moonshine sight behind you.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, like, because the people that say nigra on purpose, if they, like, if they still exist, something happened to them. Because the, it's not like, um, it's not like those people were shy. Like, you you make a decision to say nigra, you are not shying away from controversy. You're not like, oh, I, I know a lot to say it around these people. No, you say it that way every time, all the time.
2: Yeah, no matter who it is, you don't yeah. give a fuck.
1: You know the nigger handyman was working on my car the other day. Uh, All
2: your fucks are fresh
1: out. Yeah, like okay.
2: You said I'm gonna deal with these consequences today.
1: Guess all those people are done, man. Uh, Also, speaking of racism, um, the Olympics opening ceremonies went off Friday, and uh, they were on tape delay on CBS, and a lot of people waited or NBC. A lot of people watched it that way, but they were on tape delay and they had commercials, and I didn't watch any of it. Like.
2: Uh, maybe this is just me and maybe i'm the dumbass. why the fuck do you have shit on tape delay and age of the internet uh
1: to put commercials on and to put it in prime time and from my understanding uh it has something to do with the united states order or something like it was a lot of stuff like normally the united states goes towards the end so people watch the whole broadcast and now the united states was going like because it's pronounced it's, it's spelled and pronounced differently in brazil so it was called something else like you know americanos unitedness or something and okay. So people- okay okay
2: okay because they said it in in uh in uh their language yeah okay I'm right so
1: then people were like well people won't watch this whole thing and all this shit. it was weird but then like there's this whole thing where the facts that they tell about each country are sometimes very horrible because you know we're american and we're pretty ignorant of other countries and shit correct so we'll just be like oh this this country uh they are known for being alphabetically ahead of this other country like that's not really a fact no that's not other no. than
2: y'all had to say something and why don't you translate and translator yeah i guarantee you they're probably speaking in their language and you got somebody translated trying to smooth it over for americans they probably said this country is here. It is a small country that was overtaken and they had a war back in night, you know. Right. And they were like, "Well, this country is it's just a beautiful place." That that's, that's that's not what they translated, dog.
1: Yeah, it's like what we know of the country is like colonialism and shit. Right. Like it's not, you know, this is the gold it used to be called the gold coast. It's like by the people that came and
0: took it over, took
1: their shit and and enslaved, enslaved people and right. killed people. Yeah, sure but you know so i don't but you know i don't watch the olympics and a lot every year it's like the same shit when i say i don't watch the olympics so you a conscientious objector you don't believe in this and is it because i have i'm a conscientious objector to being bored like that shit is boring to me man like that's all you know i and i don't begrudge anybody that watches it but i'm i'm i love sports i'm not that much of a sports junkie like that i gotta watch preseason football Mm -hmm. or the olympics or anything like most of the news i get from the olympics is just like it's zika down there and you know the sewers are horrible and they use slave labor and shit like that i don't know enough of uh, like i understand that everything down there is like super problematic for a lot of people and just the whole institution is just fucked up like how they select people, uh, countries and there's graft and there's, you know, all this stuff. I, I, I would love to say that that's why I don't watch it. It's not that. I just mm-hmm. literally am bored to tears mm-hmm. by it.
2: I wouldn't have watched it probably no matter where it was. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I find out who wins. All I gotta do is Google. I mm-hmm. watch my, my, my timelines across the board. People post stuff. You know, so it's not like I will be ignorant to who won from the U.S. because that's all we care about. We don't give a fuck. Let's just keep it real. Most of y'all don't give a fuck about nobody winning in these other countries. Right. So, you know, if, if it's somebody American, I, I, we we will find out here in America, no matter if it's a tape delay, no matter if it's not a tape delay. And also, if it's but like such as such did a magnificent job, somebody would have it cut on YouTube. Somebody have a snippet. Somebody have a Vine. So I will find out. I don't. I don't have to sit and watch It's just my personal. Now, there's some people I right. might watch, but overall, no, I don't care.
1: Yeah, I don't even really watch Team USA play. Like Mm-mm. for basketball, and I love basketball. It's like I don't want y'all blow everybody out by fifty. Like the only it can only be bad for Team USA. You either win and kick everybody's ass, and everybody goes well. Of course or you fucking lose and everybody goes what the fuck happened in america they suck so right. i don't know like good luck with all that stuff i guess you know if i catch any of it it'll just be by happenstance because nothing else is on but until then i gotta be binge watching rick and morty and uh venture brothers is all on hulu and shit so once i found that out that's my olympics uh but you know i'm a purveyor of international cultures you know you have to be authentic man i like when i go out to mexican restaurants I only eat there if they warn you about the temperature of the plates when they bring your food out. Like I don't eat at no Mexican restaurants with room temperature plates, dog. I need them scalding hot, like caliente plates that, so I know that it's real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: cause they will, they will tell you cause we went to one of our favorite places and this it's, it's weird though. The only thing I love from that place is nachos. So we went and that's all we, well, ordered.
1: you know what? It's not the only thing I love. It's, it's too much food right because by my time you god eat that, you're full like you're, okay. what is it made of how do you get put that much on a fucking plate for that little amount of money like it, we leave out of there with like a 20 dollar t- bill at tops like and still be like i can't eat any like none of this can even if I take it home I won't finish this. Mm-mm. What like who is making this? What are the rules back there? Right. What is the economy like in the kitchen? Everything is a platter. Yes, everything is a platter. You like oh, I'll take. Well, damn! The only way to order this is you get two tacos, Everything some rice, some beans, and you get corn on the side. Plus, and a little bit of lettuce. Yeah, like guac. sour cream, guacamole, like pico de gallo. You're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize all this came with my meal. And you want to be like, well, can you take this shit off? But it's 4.99, like 4.99 for right. Can, can, how, how can you say no? I'm uh, not right. Could you downsize this right? But you say like you say it's so cheap. that you yeah. like fuck it? Bring it all out, dog. So we'll just go and get the nachos now, and we'll split. That, and we'll both be full off of just that. But every time they bring them plates out, man, it's like even the place they don't got nothing on it, they just like oh, very hot, very hot. Be careful, caliente. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, it's
2: it, it's just something in the center. They were like, fuck it, we heat all our plates on the grill. Right. Uh-huh. Like I don't
1: claim to know everything about uh Mexican culture. You know, this is uh North Carolina, where we do have a, a influx of like uh people coming here undocumented and stuff, and we have an influx of like people just come here in general from mexico to live um we don't have i don't know enough about like because i've heard people from like california and texas be like this is real mexican food so i'm not even arguing that i have i'm the authority on mexican food i just know if your plate's not hot i'm not fucking with you dog like hot plates is like a minimum for me um (laughs) all right let's get into the news we've been silly long enough uh, this is a weird article and it's just because of the framing of it and everybody else I saw talk about it kind of made it into this weird thing. But Sasha Obama got a job. Mm-hmm. Uh she works the cash register at um her at uh what is it, a seafood restaurant. Uh she's fifteen and she's working at Nancy's restaurant in Martha's Vineyard, which is a local hotspot serving up fried seafood and milkshakes. Okay. And one the choices for the pictures for these articles are weird because they always show her not smiling like some were not even her at work it was just like her you know at another event and they just made sure to pick a picture of her looking like she was like like uh unamused you know what i'm saying which like to make it seem like look at this shitty job um <laughs> she must hate it you know that type of thing um but yeah, she's you know in her uniform working. You know, it's not like this glamorous restaurant or this glamorous uh, location or whatever. Although I, I'm, I'm assuming Martha's Vineyard is still a pretty upscale locale. Yeah, she you know. ain't she,
2: she ain't working at no McDonald's. So yeah, or
1: if, you know if yeah yeah I know what you mean. Yeah,
2: and and my thing, and, and it's not knocking anything like that. But yeah, it's gonna be your more of your higher well, scale.
1: What I was gonna say is the area that it's in. Even if a McDonald's right. was there it would be the martha's vineyard mcdonald's like it's right you know it's it's not off a wood lawn and shit Mm -hmm.
2: right it would be the extra special mcdonald's and i guarantee you uh yeah you know who else is working with her uh secret services who is probably her co-workers right beside her the whole time they have
1: six secret service agents stationed rather conspicuously on the takeout benches during her shifts
2: i know they do every time she go to the kitchen every time she in the bathroom like so it's like Working with her ain't the same as working with a normal regular ass teenager. Right. So you you ain't gonna be able to run up there and fuck with her while she working like she will actually be able to work.
1: This uh, also this this makes me feel so old. Like I I remember when they was little babies. Man, they got jobs now.
0: Right. I'm,
1: they were coming like women young women before our eyes as a country
2: they have grown you know they look so much bigger than they did when they from the first inauguration
1: right because normally like the presidents have like older children because they're older people right
2: they already grown a lot of them yeah or closer
1: you know like oh they're you know of course yeah they were off in college and we never really saw them anyway and you become aware of them after you know eight years later or whatever this this is like we watched these we watched them go to like middle school mm-hmm. and come out and now get jobs you know so
2: right watch them try to go trick-or-treating and get mobbed
1: yeah so uh but yeah it, it was cool man um that they were uh you know able to um you know that she's able to get this job i, I saw a lot of people being like yes because black parents gonna have you working at 15 in a hard job to show you some and i'm like i don't know that it's all that i don't know that it's you know I, may, maybe she just wanted to work there maybe right. she, you know yeah,
2: people just putting their uh, just assuming certain things and I, I know she's a teenager but I'm not trying to find it she's not a regular ass teenager if that makes sense y'all right. like she probably doing this because she wants to not because she has to I guarantee they didn't Make her or force her to work. She is. She will be taken care of. Right. She could have opted to go out and cheer and and have fun with her friends this summer if she wanted to. Right. And it may have been like she like you know what I want my own money.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it. Maybe I mean, they,
2: people better to realize that yeah. she might have been like, I don't want to go ask my mama and daddy for money, even though that's not a problem. I probably get my own allowance, but I actually want money that I earn.
1: I also would imagine that that childhood, no matter how. Uh, down to earth Barack and Michelle appear to be and try to be it's just it's probably very difficult to be a child in that um, environment I remember the documentary uh, First Bad starting uh, First Kid starting Sinbad um, I remember during that they uh, kind of highlighted how difficult it is to be a child of the president. Um, and, and you don't
2: get no privacy. You don't get no alone time. You're constantly being watched. You're constantly being monitored. Mm-hmm. So, you know, her childhood isn't like the average teenager's childhood because, you know, because of who she is, you know, people are going to quote unquote report on it. Like it's actually fucking news that a child had got a job. Right. But you know, if it had been anybody else, it wouldn't have, have even mattered.
1: And then there was this other thing where, um, the, the other daughter, uh, Malia went to, uh like, La La Palooza, mm-hmm. and they made a huge deal out of this video of her dancing. Let me see if I can play this video for everybody. Um But it was like, they tried <laughs> like they Like, they really are trying to turn this into, like, a huge, like, scandal, and people were trying to be, like... How embarrassing the presidential daughter dancing with her friends at a concert! What if you the, don't fuck? Get
0: the
2: fuck? The fuck out of here! The Bush's daughters and some of the other <laughs> shit that they people done in the past. If y'all don't get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, yeah,
1: it seems like the they're just um, looking for something. Yeah, it seems like the onus of this shit is always on like you know some kind of way to like to have a double standard for this this presidential uh family like even and i and and for the record, I don't agree with anybody that is pulling the Melania trump got naked, and she could be a first lady like i'm not i'm not saying that i don't agree nope. with that if 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 she was a why i don't know why she couldn't be um you know a model that modeled nude and still be first lady of the united states oh. that that's not a problem to me Mm-mm. the hypocrisy yeah. around it is pretty problem it's pretty fucked up that's
2: the problem i have yeah yeah like 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 that's the problem i have not what she did but for the fact that michelle obama come out with her arms showing her, everybody flip a fucking food like they've never seen a bare arm in their motherfucking life
1: yeah it's a double standard that bothers me um because people become really open-minded when it's their candidate like right. oh it's trump's wife well yeah of course that's fine i mean she's super hot right then when it's um michelle obama's like uh she's a, a monster she's ugly she's fat she's this and it's just like y'all have tried to assassinate this woman's character for eight years now and you know i've i definitely feel partial to their family and their image and stuff even though I recognize he's just a politician and blah 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 but I, I don't I don't know I emotionally I do feel uh some attachment to their image and the way they're viewed in this country and um it is it's wild watching you know them grow up especially now in the age of camera phones and and social media and stuff because I mean can you imagine if we really had the the technology and social media we have now with the bush girls growing up like we probably would have seen some wild wild shit and we
2: still heard crazy shit
1: yeah even when george bush Mm senior was president like his son was george w bush who we know was wilding the fuck out imagine if you could put a viral video out at the time of here's george w bush smashed to smithereens uh because he was an alcoholic for a while like imagine what that the the damage that those things would have done to their character, mm-hmm. uh, uh, rather than just knowing about it because seeing things are different. Look at Ray Rice. Right. You, it was a four game suspension. Then everybody saw what happened. And it was like, uh, your ass is out the NFL homeboy.
2: Right. Never to play again.
1: Yeah. Like seeing shit is way different. So, um, at any rate, um, I just thought it was interesting, uh, for them. Uh, speaking of Obama, he also wrote a feminist essay, uh, in Glamour magazine. Um, you know, which is uh pretty cool. Um, it is a 1500 word essay published online Thursday and appeared in the September print magazine. And he argued that when everybody is equal, we are all more free. And he praised the progress of American women over the past century while pledging to work on securing equal pay and reproductive rights. The president also warned of dated assumptions about gender roles. Uh, the president said that it was important to his daughters that he be a feminist because now that's what they expect of all men we need to keep changing the attitude that raises our girls to be demure and our boys to be assertive that criticizes our daughters for speaking out and our sons for shedding a tear we need to keep changing the attitude that punishes women for their sexuality and rewards men for theirs we need to keep changing the attitude that permits the routine harassment of women whether they're walking down the street or daring to go online we need to keep changing the attitude that teaches men to feel threatened by the presence and success of women so all you ghostbusters haters now y'all know what's up okay President Obama probably loved Ghostbusters, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I just thought that was that was cool of him, and uh, you know whatnot. So good for him. Uh, let's see what else happened. Oh, it was also Obama's birthday, August fourth, and uh, it was my dad's birthday, and um, like at the same time. Um, Cause you know, most important black men on the on the planet, as far as I'm concerned, my dad and President Obama. I, mm-hmm. You know, I really uh, doubt anybody could uh, could say anything uh, differently. You know yeah, what I mean? I so. As far as I'm concerned. Um, but yeah, so um, he uh, they had their birthdays, and um, at the same damn time. Dylan Roof and George Zimmerman both got beat up. Now I'm not promoting violence. Okay, I'm not saying that uh, you know it should happen. Oh
0: Lord!
1: You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. I'm. I, and maybe it's a coincidence, but that's like the ber- best birthday present ever. Ha <laughs> ha! The best birthday. Present. I mean, what, what's better than that? You know, you get President Obama's birthday, you get my dad's birthday, and then coincidentally, Dylan Rue catches that L in the showers, and my man George Zimmerman got punched in the face for bragging about killing Trayvon Martin. I mean, is that okay if I'm, is that okay if I'm okay with that? Is that, is that, am I a bad person for feeling like that's okay? Hmm? I feel like once he got punched, I feel like that's what happened after both of them got beat up, man. And uh shout out to the man who beat up, uh, Dylan Roof. Uh, they put some money on them, uh, on them books and, uh, he's out on bail. Holy shit. Yeah. Now I don't know what he did to get in there. So that might be, you know, who knows? It might be-
2: Say, People are like, we don't even care. You might, you might even go back. We don't give a fuck, but you're going to get out this time, dog.
1: People are so petty the way people petty is set up they
2: was like, we'll set your commissary up you get all the cinnamon buns all of them dog order as many as you would like
1: oh my god man like the disposition of people's petty people's is so, so fucked up
2: people so angry that we
1: put a, a, a dude who's charged with strong armed robbery and assault and lied to the police back on the streets
2: we don't even kill
1: we, we like look he ain't kill nobody <laughs> fuck you that we know of that we know of his bond was set at a hundred thousand dollars and he was able to get out uh the sheriff's office has no control on how or who post bond for incarcerated inmates said major eric watson and friday night uh of the said friday said friday night of stafford's release um <laughs> now here's the thing this shit becomes like the lottery, right? Because if I'm there and I'm in jail and I got I to whoop some, I gotta whoop some Dylan Roof ass and go home. I want to see my kids. You know what I mean? I'm like hey, they're wh- gonna have
2: to put him in solitary confinement because everybody, everybody gonna walk around whipping up on him. This shit just became the Hunger Games. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and he the prize. <laughs> oh, nigga. He is freedom, honey. Oh. yeah. They're gonna have to literally and. I, 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 uh, uh, I'm not trying to funny what made them put him in general population in the first place like what made them think that that, not trying to funny that that was safe
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know but someone's like you know what
2: hey we know you killed nine black
1: folks apparently what happened was Stafford was attacked by uh, Stafford attacked Roof while his escort left his post to deliver toilet paper so Ah. he was under protection somebody went to make a toilet paper delivery and he delivered them hands
2: ah like oh somebody left the post you know what? it would surprise me if somebody had a uh, track that, go okay this is what time they do next they've been watching them yeah and they was like this is an opportunity
1: he's always escorted to and from his cell when he goes out for showers of recreation according to reports Stafford was only able to get one punch in uh, one good punch in Stafford has been in jail for more than a year on strong robbery charges he is back out on these streets do you think this was a good move this is hip hop wired with the poll. I don't I mean, come on, yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope, uh, hope uh, he didn't do it and uh, whatnot. But yeah, criminal might be back on the streets because uh, he knew had picked the right time to throw them hands.
2: Right, because everybody was like, "Ooh, I love to," but since you're gonna do it, here's some money.
1: Yeah, so you know, and uh, yeah, George Zimmerman got uh, punched in his motherfucking face too. Uh, witnesses say he bragged about killing Trayvon Martin.
2: Mm-hmm. I they need to be in jail.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he and a friend called 911 after a man accusing him of bragging about the fatal shooting punched him in the face. Uh, 911 dispatcher said, what started the argument? Zimmerman said, he recognized me. He told me he was going to kill me. He told me he fucking shoot me, and he punched me in the face. Yeah, well, you say that about it, right? Uh, Zimmerman claimed he was explaining to people sitting at the table that he shot Trayvon Martin in self-defense. When a large man approached him, <clears throat> Reed Black, <laughs> uh, he was like oh so oh okay they say black is slimming unless it's on your skin right if it's in your melanin then it's not slimming at all it's a big black man walked up to me like this you said trayvon martin was a big black man man he's fucking i'm like, like,
2: really i am i'm not i'm not a child i'm a grown-ass man
1: right uh but no i'm saying he always says the big Everybody's black, man. A big black yeah, man to him uh and so you said um he recognized him, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said he was playing to the people he shot in self defense. That's probably his number one story. People are probably so tired of him telling that story other than racist. So, but that's probably other the people he tells it to. But I feel like people are probably like, he probably leads with that. What's going on, man? Of course. I'm um, George Zimmerman. I shot, I shot an innocent black kid. Let's talk about it. Uh, you're bragging about that, he said, before punching Zimmerman in the face. Zimmerman. Uh, said this man punched me in the face dispatch is he still there yep he said he's gonna kill me he needs to send, you need to send like three or four cops Zimmerman is considered the victim in the case that the witness inside Gators Riverside restaurant told authorities that the problem started because Zimmerman was bragging about killing the unarmed teen in 2012. Witnesses said they overheard Zimmerman say to someone I love your tattoo my name my t- your tattoos my name is George Zimmerman you know the guy that killed Trayvon Martin wow I knew right it. and you think that's gonna roll over well you said loud enough for people to hear it because no, you don't give a fuck right he didn't and he probably didn't say it to the black dude obviously of course not but probably like some white dude that you know maybe some uh i'm making shit up here but like white supremacist tattoos i wouldn't doubt it like oh the ss i know what that means um yeah, you, mm-hmm. you
2: you know you thought it was gonna go well in the room and somebody had a problem with it and most people going about their business, but this was somebody like, I got a problem with it, and I'm going to step to you.
1: He had time, and it was my daddy's birthday, so he had to do what he had to do. Uh, so then um, he also showed to do his identification card. Jesus Christ. The man accused. Who is he, R. Kelly? He was like, I'm going to give you my social security number. I'm going to piss. I'm going to do a video.
2: I'm going to do a vine. Yes, it was me. What is happening here?
1: <laughs> yeah, so he flashed on And he could face charges for punching him. Uh, The accounts that were given by the three witnesses whom Zimmerman approached were different than those of Zimmerman and his friends. Zimmerman's account also differs from his friend's account. So you trying to say he might not be a credible person? He may lie sometimes? Oh, wow. Luckily he didn't kill the black man and there were witnesses so we wouldn't just have his version of events to go by. Um. So, yeah, that's a that was interesting but uh hey good you know i appreciate everybody uh for contributing to my father's birthday present <laughs> happy birthday dad and barack obama <clears throat> all right what other news is happening um out here oh this is uh this this is news that's going underreported and I'm not sure why. Maybe we can figure it out together, guys. But did you guys know that there's a serial killer in Phoenix, Arizona? You he, haven't seen this on the news? And he anymore? not
2: melting to death? Shit, it's hot out there.
1: No, okay. That's um apparently, um, this man has shot nine people already. Um, and it's continuing on. They haven't found him. Uh, Among his victims include a 12-year-old girl. Um, The latest attack linked to the killer in a central Phoenix neighborhood on July 11th when a man fired on a vehicle occupied by a 21-year-old man and a 4-year-old boy. Uh, detectives have been hunting the serial killer who was linked to seven murders within a four-mile radius of Maryvale. Authorities believe the shooter first struck March 17 this year, injuring a 16-year-old teen who was walking down the street at 11.30 p.m. Two days later, the shooter struck again at the exact same time, shooting a 21-year-old man who was standing outside of his car. His injuries, like the 16-year-old boys, were not life-threatening. It was April 1st that the shooter made his first kill, gunning down Diego Verdugo Sanchez in front of a home Mm. around 9 p.m., Mm. Uh, Verdugo Sanchez, 21, was enjoying a taco dinner with his fiance, Marina Smith, who was pregnant at the time, and her her parents, when he went outside to lock his car, not even two seconds later, they heard four gunshots, and he was dead. Um, Just two weeks later, Crystal Annette White, 55, was killed. When she stepped outside for a moment while visiting an elderly friend, she was a mother of six. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys may be wondering... um, Matter of fact, let me put it on screen so you guys can see the pictures of these victims. And then wonder why you haven't heard about this story. Um Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're brown. Brown.
2: Serial killer killing the white folks. It it'd been a fucking federal investigation.
1: Um <clears throat> uh also, um, yeah, he killed Stephanie Ellis, who was shot fourteen times, including her stomach, chest, nose, chin, and through the head. God damn. Mm-hmm. She held on nearly a month before succumbing to her injuries. Um, he also shot uh, Horacio de Jesus Pina, who's uh, 32 years old. He was shot and killed just before 10 a.m., June 3rd. Uh, got out of his car in front of his family home when he was gunned down. So he just seems like he drives down the street in these neighborhoods and occupied by brown people and when they go out to go outside for something he shoots and kills them um so yeah uh so he's terrorizing these neighborhoods yeah he's killing people manuel castro garcia was also murdered uh witnesses saw garcia have a brief conversation with someone who approached his car june 10th that same person then shot him dead and that's probably where they got the uh because they have pictures of the man mm-hmm. at the top of this uh not pictures but like like drawings of what they say he looks like right um but yeah you look at all these people they're all black and brown every last one of malia ellis 12 years old black girl killed by him Mm. Uh, and killed her mother stephanie ellis um and her mother's friend angela um oh wait no she was sitting in the car listening to music and all three of them got shot um so yeah I i don't know man like it's to me. It's obvious that it's uh, this this should be huge news. Like remember the D.C. sniper and how big that news got.
2: Yep, because they thought a lot. Yeah,
1: you know, like that he was just shooting. They were shooting just any and everybody, and it was national news. Like nine people have been killed there, even more have been shot or something like that, and. What Crickets. what the fuck? This is the
2: first time I'm hearing about this. Yeah.
1: Like, um, it's it's really hard to... Uh, I mean, this is why people say, you know, when people talk about Black Lives Matter and stuff, Come this is on, what dog. they... This is why it means, too. You know? And these are brown people, too. I'm not trying to erase them from the narrative, but Mm-mm. basically, these lives don't matter because they're all of a certain type. Like, you're not, right. like... the And I don't mean... I don't even know that national attention would solve this or whatever but just where's the national attention that's the point you know why isn't this like this story you just killed nine motherfucking people in a span of a few months and nobody there's 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 nothing you know like it's man anyway um y'all be safe
2: out there
1: yeah if you're arizona man like i i feel for y'all and then you know people are also saying that you know on my facebook when i posted this article mm-hmm. people from arizona was like yeah those are black and brown like areas like those the neighborhoods the city all okay. that shit is like a lot of black black and brown people live um marco rubio says uh no abortions for pregnant women infected with the zika virus uh
2: did somebody ask him
1: In an interview with politico's mike caputo Uh, rubio said i understand a lot of people disagree with my view but i believe that all human life is worthy of protection of our laws and when you present it in the context of zika or any prenatal condition it's a difficult question and a hard one but if i'm going to err i'm going to err on the side of life well good for you person without a vagina all right like you don't have the ability to procreate in your body but you are comfortable telling someone they have to with theirs not to mention, the the main thing I took from this, these are the other presidential candidates for the Republicans. Like, it was going to be bad no matter what. It's sad to me that, you know, watching Trump kind of flail out right now, it's sad to me that the only difference is another politician would have been just as evil and bigoted, but they just wouldn't have flailed out. They would have been more composed. Right. And that's... Uh, and, and and half the country still would have wanted to vote for that.
2: Yeah, cold words, cold words. That you, uh, the only yeah. reason why everybody quote unquote running away and quote unquote backing out. A lot of them still believe that fuck shit he's saying. The only difference is that he's not using cold words. You're not making it pretty. You're not flowering it up. So hey, we not going We don't want them to know we bigots
1: Obviously, microcephaly is a terrible prenatal condition that kids are born with and when they are it's a lifetime of difficulties he said so i get it i'm not pretending to you that that's an easy question you ask me but i'm pro-life and i'm strongly pro-life i believe all human life should be protected by a lot, irrespective of, con- of circumstances or condition of that life um so and now one of the things i hate about these questions but i'm almost glad they asked but also i'm kind of sad that they had to ask um I don't think extreme circumstances should matter when it comes to abortion Mm -mm. as a right it's either a right or it's not and you should be able to get an abortion whether you are like this is how i do birth control or i just it's tuesday and i felt like getting an abortion or you should be able to uh you know like that's it i don't think like it is a choice for women uh, or not even it's a choice for people with uteruses and all the things that create life inside of their bodies to make period that's not a choice for us uh anyone that is not that person to make for them you know what I mean like if I'm not you I don't have to live with any of this you know and this like it's not like people like Marco Rubio are sitting on a house full of 100 kids with uh, you know, that they adopted that all have disabilities and stuff. That's and my whole point. You know? A lot of
2: these people say, like, Okay, well then what are you gonna do with these unwanted children? I'm just gonna keep this real. Right. Everybody act like everybody that has a child actually wants their children Actually care about their children, actually want to be parents. There are a lot of people that have children that could give zero fucks about this child. What are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna throw them in the system, and, and and then you don't know what kind of abuse or how to, you, and it's more to it than that. And my thing, and I think the problem that I have is that, the problem to me is, what do you do when the child is here? Mm. Like, that's the problem. Like, once the child is here, that's where you have to deal with the consequences of the repercussions. I that's don't care when they, how it gets here.
1: Well, yeah, right. Once a child is here, that's when they're cutting off all the, uh, benefits. And the funding. They're cutting down all the funding. They're making sure that government programs that would address these needs are completely stripped. Uh, they, they're calling them all sorts of, uh, coded language of, uh, you know, being takers and, and getting by on the system and shit. Um, like, it, you know, it's very much, um, ableism is part of our society as is but then there's also this idea of just well you need something from the government you're just a lazy piece of shit you know oh you're a kid of the system pull yourself up by the bootstraps like you don't give a fuck about their lives once they're here anyway so right
2: and also the thing about it excuse me uh to me is it only applies to quote unquote poor people and when i mean poor people that's regardless of the race you know, because if you can afford an abortion, we ain't talking about you.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: if you can afford, you know, to pay out of pocket or or shit like that, you know, can afford birth control or whatever, we're not talking about you. You know, I turn my nose up at you, and I got family members. My wife may have even had an abortion, but that's okay because these people aren't accepting to the rule. But you, you have to have this child. I'm stripping you of that choice.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I would, but you know what? It's, I think people like Rubio think. They believe that even for people that can afford it, people like him really do believe even they shouldn't be able to get it. They can't stop you because you have resources, basically. But you know, and and if it happened to his family and shit, you're right. I believe that they would find a way to quote unquote opt out of this shit. You know what I mean? Like it would be some like, oh no, this is different. my, my daughter, we'll fly her to another country and make sure that we get this, um, you know, make sure we get this worked out. And basically. nobody
2: will ever know. That's the difference. You right. can keep your stuff secret. You don't have to be public with your choices or and your decisions. You know, people people that, 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 that spew this foolishness, they don't know that their wives have had it with previous relationships. Their daughter may have had it, and they might not even have told them about it. You don't know. You're just making assumptions, and you're spewing this shit, and everybody, and a lot of these people are hypocrites. Not all. There are some that believe this shit, and even if it was their mother or their daughter or whatever, they go, fucking, you got to deal with this. Cool. Yeah. But for the average person, no.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, fuck that hypocrite. Um or even if he's not a hypocrite, fuck him. I don't I don't know that he's a hypocrite. Fuck him either way. Um uh the internet is now behind one in every four first dates. Half of singles also admit to using search engines and social media to find out more about potential partners. This seems pretty seems about right.
0: All right yeah and, and I'm still
1: surprised seventy five percent of dates don't have nothing to do with the internet at this point
2: that's true and, and, but I' <laughs> you know, tell you what I think a lot of it I'm not trying funny a lot of it is in my personal opinion. I think if you're under the age of I might be wrong, but if you're under the age of twenty five mm-hmm. I think you're more apt to use the internet for dating i this is my personal opinion. You're more mm-hmm. apt to use all these platforms and social media, you're more apt to do that. A lot of this is us. And A lot of us are very old school and we're less to adapt to technology. Yeah, we
1: use these platforms. How, who is, so you mean people over 25? Right. In my personal opinion. Cause no, I think I think people over 25 are using these apps too. They are. Tinder and but, fuck. Everybody got this shit but, on their phone. But
2: not at the percentage as, a, as the younger people will. Mm. Because they grew up with it. Like latest generation, when you grow up with this technology, right. it's completely different than us. A lot of this was kind of pushed upon us. And we've adjusted over the years... But that's completely different than a generation that grows up with this. So it's abno—it's not abnormal to have a cell phone at 10. It's not abnormal to have iPads. It's not abnormal to do shit online. It's not abnormal to have high-speed Internet. These were things that were kind of introduced to you. You came into a world where you can speak to your Xbox or your PlayStation, whatever it is. Like, it's completely different versus us. We grew up at the beginning of it, but the technology moves so fast that for a lot of people, if you don't, stay on top of it you're left behind and so for a lot of the uh, in my personal opinion yes there are people over the age of 25 to use these use these things and probably a high percentage but most of us don't if you ask the average person over 35 they'll tell you that they would rather have a relationship in my opinion where they get to know you you go on physical dates you talk on the telephone because that's kind of how we were
1: raised I, I don't think you understand what the article is saying it's not saying you don't meet these people it's saying A quarter of all first dates are now the result of meeting online. Just people meet online and then they decide to go on a date. Like, it's not...
2: Okay, okay, yeah. It's not
1: saying they're literally dating online or they're Skyping or whatever, but just like... Oh, I found this person on Facebook and I like the things they're talking okay, about. Hey, yeah. would you like to go out sometime? Okay.
2: Yeah. And, 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 and okay. Well, well, still what I said before, but I think for a lot of people, they'd rather say, Hey, I'd rather just meet you on my every day to day interaction than, yeah. In I mean, morning.
1: obviously this is only accounts for 25%. I think, right. I think that's low. Like for where our society is headed, that seems like a low number to me. Um, which is, I mean, it's, which is funny because people always have this, uh, People keep trying to pass this perception that no one is uh, able to meet face to face and people are so, they hide behind the internet and it's not real. And they, you know, there's like this big uh, phobia, uh, just this big scare tactic that people use when it comes to the internet. And like, one day we're all going to be looking at our phones and we won't know how to interact. And it's like, motherfucker, only a fourth of people. Even go on a date because of the internet, like right. it ain't that big, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm sure it'll gravitate towards right. where it will be more normal, but and it's gonna
2: grow, right? Yeah,
1: people go where the fucking is. I mean, it's a pretty much a general rule of of life. People go where the fucking is, but um, you know, and I don't know that this is uh the most scientific quiz, obviously, right? Because I mean, a lot
2: a lot depends on who you ask, is it yeah. the graphic, you know,
1: and and yeah, and who's conducting the survey and stuff, right? You know. Um
2: but that but that's just my like i said
1: like this is a quiz of a thousand adults by domino's pizza okay they found that going for casual drinks is considered an ideal first date all right so it's not like this poll is done by the institute of science to see science (laughs) science. right where they're going to send a survey out to ten thousand people which means you get a
2: better a better real number and these people are actually ordering probably domino's online so of course
1: yeah so right <laughs> they're
2: not calling over the phone they order from their app
1: that's a good point and
2: the survey popped up and they filled it out real quick <laughs> come on
1: dominoes <laughs> get your science get your scientific parameters correct dominoes i know
2: why like, why you wait though your hot and fresh ready because you know they got that little thing that monitors your pizza's ready and when it's gonna be sent so while they waiting on that they just filled out the quick survey see this
1: is why i only mess with papa john surveys okay because they have a more Balanced view of the, nah, I'm just kidding. Everybody knows Pizza Hut is the right one. Everybody knows that. Um, well, let's see, uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, not this. We'll wait on that one. Oh, misogyny is now officially a hate crime in the uh, United Kingdom, in the UK. Uninvited sexual advances and street harassment towards women, including catcalling and wolf whistling. That's new uh well now is a wolf whistle? hey this is the uk i
2: guess oh, <laughs> like you're doing the acme cartoons that's what we're talking about where you're taking you like bang ya, and bang you, take the take the anvil and bang yourself inside the head with it like that <laughs> do, what the hell is a wolf whistle do people still do wolf whistle is, is that the wolf whistle i that's my definition you know in a cartoon <laughs> when the sexy lady go by and you got the wolf in the background he start hollering at her hey, and acting all crazy yeah I, i don't know what the, y'all tell me what a wolf whistle
1: is yeah it appears to be that, yeah that when i put wolf whistle in um when i put wolf whistle into youtube it brought up an old cartoon <laughs> that, yeah. i'm old y'all so that's the only wolf whistle i know Oh, that's a wolf whistle.
2: Right, like when they said that, that's immediately what I thought of.
1: Damn, that 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 wolf was like a straight up sexual predator. He was a though. stalker,
2: just like Pepe Le Pew, a yeah. stalker.
1: They used to make me uncomfortable as a kid. I'm like, damn nigga, you pressed. Like that's why we. That's what we learned it from. That's what all the dudes that I refused, all the ashy dudes on Twitter should be. I learned it from Acme. Okay, <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting into. I was just, I, I oh was taught to do this
0: want
1: some and everything. you better get the best for me. Damn, he tearing
0: the club up. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, they, I yeah, they eyes bulge
2: out. They, you know, they make faces. That's how I do.
1: Faces. That is how I do. When I see a woman, I have to let her know that I would like to put my penis inside of her. I have to yell, uh, slap things around. My eyes get big, I have to whistle and go woo-woo-woo, like all that shit because how else is she gonna know that I am a heterosexual man? I mean, it's the only way the world, the world does not have enough heterosexual men making intimidating gestures towards women and i got to add
2: and somebody in the room say and tell her to smile you know what Mm -hmm. acme was making ashy niggas before we knew it was a thing
1: right we just thought it was pepe Le Pew, but right they was ashy right it was teaching us but even though you know what's funny though how did people not get the lesson from the cartoon of how creepy it was because to (laughs) me the, the cartoon's lesson was always that pepe is the bad guy but at, but if you think about it, in the end, a lot of times he ends up with the woman having to settle for him because of his persistence. So maybe the message uh to to, to uh, was really supposed to be, "Hey man, fuck her if she says she don't like you. Keep kissing her arm, and and she'll eventually come to like you."
2: And the thing that really, maybe just me because I'm an adult now, the thing that really made Pepe Le Pew the creepiest. Pepe Le Pew didn't care if you were a male or female or transgendered. If you had a strike going down your back, he was on your ass. Because sometimes I think some of the people were male. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you watch them, you can tell that they were yeah, male. Yeah, but the
1: male ones wouldn't end up with him. He would me, stalk
2: them the same.
1: Well, yeah, he didn't give I mean, well, that's actually almost progressively uh problematic like he was right. like i don't even care dog if you got a
2: stripe down your ass i'm harassing i'm harassing,
1: I'm harassing anybody with a stripe on the equal ass.
2: opportunity harass that ass
1: yeah like that was almost admirable that he didn't he was like i don't even see gender or anything right. i just see stripes i might have to do stripes it. baby you black with a stripe i'm here for you right but but for me the creepier ones are the ones where he gets with the woman at the end where she settles for him or he stopped stalking her and then she feels sad and then they get together like that's fucked up that's a fucked up message for a little kid to leave. Really yeah to it's
2: almost like that martin thing where he harassed and harassed oh it, <laughs> no it was
1: that no he didn't harass her he was saying that she kept henpecking him until he would marry her
2: oh but it's reversed with pepper yeah
1: yeah this is uh yeah that proposal is exactly how did you propose Donna? Okay? Now listen, okay? I said, Gina, you schemed, you plotted, and finally, clank, clank, you yeah. trapped me. I got on one knee. I said, yes, Gina, I will marry you. Damn, are you happy now?
0: <laughs> it
1: was smooth, straight to the point. <clears throat> what do you think? Damn, I don't know how she turned that down.
0: <laughs> that woman had a little heart
1: uh yeah so uh, apparently though um uh the nottinghamshire police will uh try in an attempt to cut down on sexist abuse within the country within the county will um start uh treating these instances as misogynistic abuse Mm -hmm. and it will be included in the forces category list of hate crimes
2: Good, good, good. Leave women the fuck alone.
1: This means that all incidents where men target women whether it's with unwanted verbal contact or Aggie chat up attempts can now technically be reported and investigated by police. If the In the official guidelines, the new misogyny policy is described as incidents against women that are motivated by an attitude of a man towards a woman and includes behavior targeted towards a woman by men simply because they are a woman. It will fall under the hate crime umbrella, which is apparently an act received by the victim or any other person as being motivated by prejudice or hatred. Um You know, I I, I I would love to see America kind of adopt this. Now, here's the thing. I understand what a lot of people are going to be like but you can't be locking up you know these men you know we're putting them in the system look don't do it then right I mean this is a very simple solution you don't have to do this shit
2: leave them alone
1: you know um and motherfuckers know what I'm talking about like I like I, I understand that people so I just can't talk to nobody I can't approach nobody
2: we didn't know. We if you have to ask street, that question
1: then absolutely not
2: right if you're that ignorant <laughs> no. no just just right. just walk the streets and shut the fuck up
1: Like, if you, if you, like, honestly, man, like, if your ability to stop some woman's day is so fucking important to you, um, that you would deny the fact that they're feeling, that they're being harassed and, uh, whatnot, then that's on you, man. You need to deal with your own shit. Or yeah, get get this hate crime, get this get this jail dog. Like, cause the other part of this um, that I would be interested in is does it address people that do things like, oh, I cat called this woman, she didn't respond, so then I hit her. That should be that should be a hate crime. It should be a hate right. crime here, cause you you literally did that because a woman rejected you, and the the law treats that the same as like you walking down the street and punching me like it's not, it's not the same. same it's absolutely not the same like if a white person walked down the street and targeted me for being a black person the law can uh actually uh attack that as a hate crime they can be like okay you you did this because he's black you called him this that or other but if you walk down the street and hit a woman and call her a bitch or something like some misogynistic words no like that's still just the same as as uh, two men fighting and that that's not that's not the same mm-hmm. you know um So, yeah, I would love to see this here, to be honest, man. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, man, I don't think it would make much different. I think a lot of people uh, is so toxic that they would – a lot of people in our society is so toxic that they would continue to do it anyway, to be honest. Like, some people would rather risk jail, and I don't know how enforceable it is. I don't – like – I understand but the reality of it, but something at least needs something to be on attempted. the
2: book, yeah. so if something happens or something like that, you can say, well, look, I did what I was supposed to do, particularly in domestic violence situations and things like that. You can say, look, I did what I was supposed to do, or particularly when you're trying to say somebody's actually stalking you, right. you have something on the books. Right now, you have nothing on the books, and the way the books go now, they go, well, hey, if he don't stab you to death, what can we do? And you're like, well... Bitch, I took out a
1: restraining order and it don't mean nothing if you go fuck your restraining order. Well, even but see a restraining order isn't that's not that doesn't even apply in a lot of these cases. Right. That's like intimate partner violence and stuff. You can't have a restraining order against the whole street. Like I'm right. just walking to work. Like it should be illegal to fucking harass me, period. You know? Um and like and then once you throw in the violent reactions that happen in a lot of these situations um people always something to- has to be done to make the streets safer for women
2: right And people always want to dismiss the violent part and it's look
1: there's a let's say there's a less than one percent chance that i'll die from police violence every interaction i have with the police i feel scared every interaction a woman has with a strange man she probably feels scared you know it wouldn't matter what the percentage is it's just the fact that it's happening and there seems to be nothing being done about it. And the people that are doing it seem willfully ignorant. Like the, you know, like a lot of times black men do become the all lives matter of street harassment and they become the, what about me? And you going to send me to jail? Well, what about my life? Like they have no control. Like they couldn't just be like, I don't need to say something to to a woman just because she's attractive. I don't, you know, Uh, our meet cute isn't going to be I got her to go out on a date with me because I saw her on the subway you know like it's it's fine to she's got her mind going to one place or another you know and like I know personally for me like we're not even from like these huge cities where you know we don't live downtown where I'm sure this happens even Mm -hmm. more you know, cause you'll see sometimes when they're I... walking down the street and you'll see people honking horns at them and shit like mm-hmm.
2: that. I've had it happen while I was in my fucking vehicle. How you going to street harass me? You walking, but they did it. Right. I was like, nigga, I'm in my car. No.
1: Right. So, I mean, it happens constantly mm-hmm. and, um, I'm aware of this environment, environment, a lot of it due to, you know, Twitter and, and, and people like that and people talking about it. But even for me, it doesn't really change much that I know that. like, I was never a street harassed dude anyway, but the point being, it doesn't really change much for my life. Like, I'm more aware now of, like, if a woman's approaching an area that I'm in and I'm, or I'm approaching her or something, like, I do my best to, like, you know, if there's eye contact or she says hello or whatever, I would definitely return that or whatever. But if anything looks uncomfortable, if that person's body language is kind of like, you know, scared or whatever, like, I'm, you got a wide berth around me, like, please do do whatever you need to do because i'm not trying to be in the way you know so and it's really not a problem it doesn't change anything for my life to be like okay this woman is walking out of this door and i'm walking in this door let me just move to the side so she can just walk all the way out and Mm -hmm. you know maybe she'll speak a lot of times women will still speak like i don't know what this world is where men just think women are walking around macing them in the face for making eye contact and shit but you know I'll try my best to appear friendly and approachable like hey definitely you know please by all means please walk, go, walk around you know whatever right. If it, I don't want to be my presence to make you any more uncomfortable than it's going to regardless right you
2: know? and I think that's something that a lot of men don't understand it's like your presence for some people right. is an issue and a lot of dudes don't understand that You're fucking six foot tall, dog. And I try to be funny, I am five, two and a half. I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. I don't know your background. I don't know your mama. I don't know your people. I don't know jack shit about you. And because I don't know you, you might be cool. I don't know you. And this three minute interaction we're having on this elevator is not enough time for me to fucking find out about your goddamn history. That's not my job, nor my responsibility. So a lot of times it's just best for you to just leave people alone.
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, like I said, it's very rare. Are you even gonna have these cases of like it was a love connection? Because he said, "Damn, bitch, your ass fat." You know right. what I mean? Like,
2: what are these marriages you hear about that of right. stuff? Girl, I was walking across the street. He pulled my weave and punched me in the face, and I said yes. Right. Well, these conversations.
1: And, <laughs> but, uh, and then like, I, I, my personal belief is it really doesn't affect these other interactions that people talk about where you know, we were both picking out avocados in the fruit section, and I asked her, was these firm? Like, I don't think it really affects those type of interactions, uh, and I doubt that, In my my personal belief is that I don't think it will become like, every time you look at a woman, you go into jail, you know, and yeah, the problem, the, like, people want to solve a problem that's beyond, um, beyond the scope of this, which is well, if we start prosecuting street harassment what about the fact that you know the country and police are racist they were they were that way they're going to be that way no matter what come on down you know what i mean like th- like this like a lot of these women being harassed are black women
2: right and they're being harassed by black men and uh, you know by, across the board but for right. a large percentage you know the people that do the harassment are black men, and it's one of those things where you just don't want to put like this people that protest the most about this. I'm on the assumption that you're a street harasser, I'm on the assumption that you're okay with this, you do this, your boys do this. Right. I'm on the assumption that you don't say shit to them because any man that has good fucking common sense will be like, Cool, I understand, I'll step away, I'll make you feel more comfortable because I don't want you. I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but for these assholes that everything has to be a fucking excuse to why they have a right to, cause it's ownership. Why do you feel like you have a right to talk to her? Why do you feel like you have a right to approach her? Why do you feel like you have a right to stop her? Why do you feel like you have a right to holler at her? Right. Why do you feel like she has to give you special you, her undivided attention? You don't know. You might be the 10th man to stop to today. You might be the 50th dude. is not, and I'll just say particularly, particularly, if the woman has a large ass, large titties, or just overall just a beautiful woman, right. you just don't know. And they'll be like, well, bitch, you gave me an attitude. Yes, you are the hundredth dude that stopped her this week. You don't know this. You keep thinking you're the fucking special snowflake, and you're not.
1: Yeah, and, and the thing is, like it's like with uh, me on Twitter, um, sometimes I get really dismissive of people. Yeah, you're the hundredth fucking person that said something to me today. You know what I mean? Every person only has so much exa- energy, and it's all exhaustible. Not every interaction is going to be them at their best and you at your best and whatnot. And people take that shit very personally. In real life, I like I don't see these people. Like no one's going to beat me, beat me up, or kill me or anything. But women are assaulted daily in, in real life over these things. it's still people refuse to have any level of understanding
2: right because it's not about the victim what about me what about my penis what about my feelings what about the
1: what about the black man i mean we have to supersede the needs of 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 other people's comfort what about now i'm gonna go to prison because of you like it's not because of my actions it's because of you
2: right and that's the thing i don't give a fuck maybe i'm like this i don't care if you commit crimes you know, you have to deal with the punishment of that. And this that's completely different than you unarmed and you got shot mm-hmm. by the police. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people try to correlate those like right. those are the same. The police don't and show up and just,
1: what if the police show up and shoot me? Well, you know it, what i mean like like it's that type of thing right you know where it's like yeah look, look man just you don't have to do this why are you doing this right and if uh, you wouldn't
2: harass her the police when they got called in the first place have you ever really considered that
1: right now this is in the uk so i don't know what the percentage is and all that stuff is but uh rachel chris who's a co-director of end violence against women coalition agreed uh adding that the policy will have an enormous effect on women's freedom mm-hmm. It's great Mm, storming out here guys
2: oh, yeah it is
1: uh it, hopefully this power don't cut out it is great that police in nottingham will be captured the uh be capturing the way a lot of harassment in public spaces is targeted at women and girls she stated in a recent poll we found that 85 percent of women aged 18 to 24 have experienced unwanted sexual attention in public places and 45 percent have experienced unwanted sexual touching which can amount to sexual assault those numbers are ridiculous. One in every two women, basically, have been touched mm-hmm. in a way that they did not want to be touched, and, um, and and people are still defending this behavior.
2: And something because we don't live in we have public transportation here in Charlotte, but we don't live in a city that runs like this, the, the 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 heart of the city is is subways yeah. and yeah. trains and shit like I that. Said,
1: yeah, that's what I said earlier. This city, we're we're fortunate that we're not in a nest like our city's different like women here still speak to me like you know what i'm saying like if i'm walking in the store sometimes i because i really am not a very like let me go out and speak to everybody person i try to be friendly and i try to you know when i'm going out, like but i'm much more of a put my headphones in i'll go shopping i don't actually need to interact with anyone uh maybe at the checkout line possibly not even then i'll do self-checkout so like i'm not that guy anyway right but many times women will reach out and be friendly to me whether i you know come over and start a conversation or whatever um or just whatever and and to me you know even in those conversations i'm still thinking like i don't want to make this person uncomfortable right i don't want them to think this is any level of a um you know uh some type of romantic interaction or where i'm trying to come at, get at them because she wanted to ask which aisle the fucking broccoli was on like i understand that you as a human being just want to go about your experience and I want to go about mine, you know, and sometimes, you know, and sometimes it might be friendly. I, I, and I err on the side of, even if they were flirting, I wouldn't notice like most of the time right. I'm like, you no, she couldn't have meant that that way. Like, unless you put my dick in your hand, I'm really not going to believe it. So it's, but what's happening is in a lot of these interactions, I think we as men have just become used to this idea of like, well, bitch talking to me, she know what's up, you know, like she, oh, she asked, uh, it, what what street is uh Crow is on? Well, she must want this dick you know. Like it's just that ego that is attached to it, and so you know when you add in the fact that forty five percent of women are saying they've been touched, this is beyond just the talking harassment, which is also can be terrifying. People put their hands on you. I remember Janelle James was talking about someone took her earphones out of to ask her what song she was listening to. Motherfucker, like like as a dude if that was me it's like oh i'm punching you in your motherfucking mouth like what are you doing you know but as a woman she doesn't really have that option and if if she does then she becomes blamed for her whatever else happens to her oh she hit this dude that that bitch was rude he had to defend himself like it's always that double standard for women so yeah i you know i the fact that a lot of men don't care and stuff is because we get to opt out of having to care because it's not happening to us
2: Right, yeah, and you know, that's a bigger factor, and the more people that are not doing it need to speak out. Yeah. But you know, like you said, dudes communicate very, very differently than women. Mm. Women are more vocal, like they'll just be like, well, this is how I feel, and this is what's going on, and da, da 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 You know, and dudes are like, hey, you know, I ain't doing it, so you know, if I ain't doing it, then my crew ain't doing how,
1: it. How many of those, um, the murders and assaults of trans people, trans women, especially trans women of color, have been articles where we were reading like, and this happened on the street, you know, he said this and then they like, this dude harassed her. And then they said, uh, his friends got on him like that's a man or whatever. And now they've just assaulted her. Like, like this, like this shit is dangerous. It's just, it's not just, uh, trying to holler at somebody. It's not, you know, it's literally hollering at somebody. Um, I'm going to add a new session because we're going over time. Give me a second.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah it's it's literally hollering at people and it can't be excused and it can't just be written off as if it has no effect because I know this shit would affect the way I navigate my everyday life if there was just a chance this shit would happen to me guys are gonna switch over it'll take like a minute we'll be right back um, alright let me do this call audience to session prepare to go live and I'll add you on my, my screen inviting you yes I'm going live again and we'll get to this session all right guys um i'm back karen's gonna hop on probably be a little bit of an echo for a second and then we'll uh get right back to it let me know if the audio is is funky in the chat and stuff like that too but uh seems like it's been going really good today um, um. All right, that was that echo. All right. <laughs> so uh yeah, man, I I would I'll be all behind uh the idea of making that um a a hate crime um especially when it comes to assault, especially. I don't like once it gets to that point, you know, and I think so many men have this nightmare just women going to be walking around smacking me in the face me and me, "Yeah, bitch, touch me, I'll send you to prison." Like mm, that's dude, every They going be
2: afraid of you.
1: Right, that's every dude's like hyper Sensitive overreaction to the idea of society thinking about protecting women. That's well, how abusive our society is to women. That and shit. And and this, by the way, this applies to women, but it applies to black and brown people. It applies to LGBT people. Uh, it applies to any, anybody that's basically not a white male. It's like, but if we start protecting them, what's going to happen to us? Is they'll abuse us. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah which is really fucked up all that means is that your behavior has to change and nobody wants to change their behavior nobody wants to make other people feel uncomfortable I mean more comfortable mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason and I think to, I guess in my opinion sometimes it's just very frustrating because ooh, so now instead of 100% you got 98% because you gave 2% of your freedoms away and you're gonna flip a fucking fool
1: yeah uh, so i don't know i just think it's kind of you know that was kind of interesting
2: that's that's very interesting and, and like i said particularly being a woman i completely understand i could see it you know from various different ways and shit like that and it's one of those things where like i said if if you have a problem with this or you arguing and you are agreeing and want to debate this you are the problem and nobody wants to see themselves as the problem
1: Yep um all right guys let's uh get into some fucking with black people all right guys i know you guys really came here for that moment we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find news and articles that fuck with us and we score from zero to a hundred on how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, uh, everybody. Um, so apparently, this is a news flash. I hope you're sitting now, but, uh, uh-huh. uh, apparently there's, uh, some rumors that donald trump's uh rallies and uh some of the people there might be racist that's a, that's that's what i hear through the streets i don't know but uh apparently they someone took uh full uncensored videos of his rallies and started putting some of the audio on uh and video online mm-hmm. um so that the people you don't hear yeah so that people can see for themselves now i mean this is this may be a little shocking. I'll play it for you guys. It must be- By the way, it's only three minutes and seven seconds.
0: Thank you. Do you know the safest place in the world to be is at a Trump rally?
1: Fuck those dirty beaners. Fuck
0: political correctness. Fuck political
1: correctness. This is after the rally. They're all charged up leaving. Fuck political correctness. Fuck said Mexico's gonna pay for it. This guy's walking around with a fuck Islam shirt on.
0: You're making me leave. Alright? Because I took be questions.
1: Fuck Islam. So he hung around outside because he got kicked out for his blatant fuck Islam shirt. Hmm. But it didn't stop him from hanging outside the rally.
0: Fuck up, get in here. Oh, fuck Islam, God bless
1: them. People taking selfies with him so people came to protest the trump rally and they said here's a sign that said trump was hate or whatever and the guy's like what's your problem with trump he said hey uh it's a it's, he's basically hating on this religion he's like it's not a religion it's an ideology
0: Come and
1: talk about America. We're said, stop Nazi Trump. And this guy walked up and said, see Kyle. and did the Nazi
0: salute. for Donald Trump. Our president
1: has divided this
0: country. Yeah, yeah.
1: Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigger. Mhm. Our president is to this country so bad, fuck that nigga.
0: Get out.
1: Get out. Get out. This is them, uh, ejecting protesters. Of course, we know about the Fairview Rally where the dude got punched in the face. Bitch shirts.
0: Ha,
1: ha, ha. And Hillary sucks but not like Monica.
0: Oh that's actually a good
1: one. Bitch, fuck you, Hillary. <laughs> Trump, <laughs> Trump hang the bitch. Jesus. <laughs> Gets- they had some Trump um, pins. they had Trump pins that were anti hillary said two big thighs two small breasts a left wing um alright it's offended by the uh-huh. stuff I mean grow up a whole lot of women
0: put nation t-shirts nation. on and come out in public and i thought this you is how i feel <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> i feel he's the last chance we have to establish law and order and preserve the culture i grew up in so far we're doing well though right have i been a good messenger this is a movement like people have never seen before
1: yep so that's what you got, dog. Uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Uh, that, mm. Is that? It's a hundred, but it's zero? Because mm-hmm. I'm not
2: surprised.
1: Yeah, um, I give it about a 50 then. Yeah, that's about where I'm at with it. When I'm like, yeah, no shit. Right. Um, I'm surprised it has that many views. Like 18 million people went, what? But yeah, it's...
0: Mm-mm. And
2: some people went because they, they like their faces
1: what do you mean it
2: was like oh you got me on the video like 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 shit my friends y'all see me being racist
1: oh yeah but you know what's funny is i saw an article that was like we had a clinical so-and-so try to diagnose trump supporters and it was four different things and basically trying to compare supporting trump to like having a mental illness or whatnot um yeah they racist it's
2: not a mental illness you're trying to make an excuse for their racist behavior
1: like i you know i remember one time before maybe a year or two ago asking like has anyone ever tried to treat racism like they treat mental illness and like diagnose it and give people medicine and shit like that like has it even worked like i don't know if that's even been attempted and if that's the assumption is that it's some sort of mental illness or whatever and Uh, I can't remember who all it was But a few people were like well that would be insulting To people who are dealing with uh, Mental illnesses And things of this nature and I was like you're right Like yeah this is, a, this is a willful choice that people make up every day to be racist it's not yeah, the same they are
2: real issues yeah that people have real problems with it yeah they're really trying to struggle through and not trying to funny and really trying to deal with the medication helps them become a better person and balancing them out versus yeah, like, somebody that's just willfully ignorant
1: it's insulting because you know i can't change my brain chemistry Mm-mm. you know what i mean or whatever whatever it is i'm dealing with i can't i have no control over that being a racist piece of shit, you can change, you make that decision every fucking day. Yes you do. And you, and, and we're not gonna coddle them because they're white people and be like, well it must be a mental illness, they, they shouldn't be this way. Like, no, some of it's taught, some of it's... You know they they're learned. They, they 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 pick up these things, but um, what can I learn? There's nothing wrong with their minds and their bodies. As they
2: just as right like everybody else is. Yeah,
1: they poison themselves with this bullshit, and there's no excuse for it. So, um, yeah, trying to and trying to diagnose somebody from far away is just pretty much a futile effort anyway. You know, You're
2: trying to make an excuse. You, I think they quote unquote put it underneath mental illness to have a way to excuse the behavior.
1: Well also people don't wanna people don't understand necessarily why someone's racist or they wanna be like, well it must be some other underlying thing. No, they just racist dog. Racism what this country founded on and it's been going for hundreds of years and it's not gonna stop. And yeah, we got people. laws
2: against it dog, so that shows right. you how deep this quote unquote mental illness is. Yeah, it's
1: not about being stupid. Mm-mm. It's not about uh No, that's
2: smart they're smart enough to make yeah. laws here in North Carolina uh around statistical uh things that black people do they're not dumb
1: yeah like it's, it's just racism dog like no 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 quick answers to it other than that um but uh yeah so i definitely give it you know even when like korean games there were people trying to diagnose her as mentally unstable mentally ill i don't know i'm not her i'm i don't i'm not her therapist i'm not a psychologist i'm not i'm not trained in any of this shit You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you see people and you're like, that person is on some other shit, and I don't know how or why they got to that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's not in my purview, but I can't diagnose that person. Mm -mm. You know, like, is it okay for me to want that person to still be alive? Is that all right? You know what I mean? Like, we expect such perfect behavior from victims of, of, of police violence, but we don't expect that same level of perfection from the police. Like, why is it so fucking wild and so, so, why is it so, um, why am I being too harsh when I say, like, well, I, I expect the police to exhaust every chance to, to have this person still living? You know? Like, people act like that's the unreasonable thing to say, uh, in a lot of these cases. And I'm like, but is, they kill us for everything like yep. for, like people keep trying to make it a case-by-case thing it's about the bigger picture for me which is um and this and I, and this is not a false ultimatum in my opinion i i mean literally picking apart each single death is futile it really serves no purpose mm-hmm. you know the bigger picture is they keep killing us and whether it's for you doing nothing wrong or you doing what people would consider everything wrong the point is they do not have any value on your life and they do not give you any um there's no leeway cut there's no like we've seen people do worse and they're white and they're alive that's all that's my only point everything else is just kind of like why you are like what like this is the case that's gonna make you uh call each other names and not be cool with each other you calling somebody a coon over this one okay okay but what about tomorrow? Cause they gonna keep killing us. And the one after that, they are gonna keep killing Cause us. Cause it
2: ain't gonna stop just because you ain't looking to pay attention. Yeah,
1: like you gonna be straight after that? Cause it's not gonna stop. Uh, anyway, uh, Tyree speaking of not being able to stop himself, uh, he went on Instagram and, uh, called out some fellow artists, uh, apparently, um, uh, Jay-Z Future and DJ Khaled, uh, have a new song out called I Got the Keys and they did a video and they took a picture. You know on the set with everybody dressed up in uh you know uh, suits and whatnot a bunch of black men and Tyrese says. <clears throat> they scheduled a video i hope they've scheduled other meetings about the state of black men and what we need to do to change the shit that's going on i'm scared for our future i'm especially scared of the most powerful black men and influential black men of our generation not finding time to take what's really going on more serious and align our minds and powers to directly affect change i pretty much know everyone in this pic so this ain't no sneak disc i don't need the attention trust me i'm good we matter, so we had to put our minds together and decide how we're going to use this community we get killed faster we go to jail longer we also kill each other a tap on the hand when you're caught with a certain amount even if you're licensed to carry hashtag carrying while while black hashtag black will get you killed even when you're asked to show your license so yeah videos are nice and the first week of sales are nice but there's some real shit going on out here and it's time to do something if hashtag all lives matter this shouldn't just be about what we as black people are dealing with show up for me this is when i need you the most don't be my friend at our conven at your convenience don't call me off the record to check up on me this is a human race issue right show up for me this is how you directly affect change the power is in the presence and in the numbers meanwhile on
2: instagram yippee ki yippee ki mm. Yeah, how you know this didn't happen? Not public. One,
1: well, one, number one. We already know Jay Z does give back and does, right, does uh, you know help organize all kind
2: that. of shit that some he shit we, we been, don't even know of. Yeah. Some stuff is public, most stuff is not. Yeah. He's
1: been places, he's met people, things. Like, but uh, but forget that part. That really, really, it's literally like they're two different statements. Because the All Lives Matter part is more about white people shit. And it's like, why y'all don't show up for me? Don't call me off the record and check on me. Nigga, why'd you take a picture of some black man and say that? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what is going on? And the thing is, it's just enough red meat. And with the way people are set up to kind of hate celebrities and set up to check people's pockets when it comes to like... um Donating and giving when they feel like it ain't my money. So it hits all the right notes so that the common person who doesn't think about Tyrese being probably a fucking mega millionaire from all these franchises he's been in at this point and wonder what the fuck is he doing. Like the average person just goes, yep, retweet, sin. Yep, these people ain't helping. They don't check no receipts. They don't find out if it's true or not. They don't even care. They don't wonder why their onus is always on the black celebrities anyway. They don't even know what specific things he's talking about doing. A meeting with black men to fix this, to change the shit that's going on. What is the shit that's going on that's supposed to change? What is the meeting supposed to be? You know what I mean? Like, it's. I hate to say it, but this is why uh, in these with all this organization going on, this why straight black men not at the front because stupid shit like this like so you're like not we're educated we, not, we we refuse to educate ourselves we refuse to empathize with anyone that's not us and we want to be at the center and the forefront of all these discussions even like, you
2: don't know what the fuck you're talking about
1: right like you don't want to listen to anybody you don't want to learn anybody tyree probably don't even follow anybody on instagram that is affiliated with with these movements that that Aww. that and of that shit like it's just about putting me 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 because at the end of the day all something like this a post like this does is place yourself higher on the hierarchy of who's more down like look at me i'm so down i get to call these other black people and say they didn't do enough because i'm the real one
2: right excuse me and then your post you said it's not about attention why you posted then
1: yeah it becomes a competition This why i fucking um you know, they have this meaning of black men that's supposed to talk about this and then fucking like life Jennings almost fights David Banner. And you're like, we, like, we, we just toxic dog. There's no way for, for, there's not enough of us that are working on ourselves to be able to even exist in these environments and definitely not to be vocal in them. Cause you know, like it's a, it's, it is a very hard, fine line to walk and you're going to fuck up if you're vocal about it anyway right you know and some people aren't going to trust you and some people are going to be like everything you say is the worst fuck you fuck you forever i've been hurt before and this is just more of this shit i get it but at the same time niggas that are very vocal on these things in a lot of cases they are always out here saying the wrong most incoherent bullshit
2: right and my thing is like it's nothing wrong with blackmail talking to black males talking about these issues and bringing these issues up you know but the problem is that a lot of times they speak from a place of ignorance they speak from a place of not educating themselves they speak from a place of not all but some of them only representing themselves not representing any other group of people you're just speaking on quote-unquote black males like black females don't count shit. Black, straight black male count. Right. Black, straight, straight black, black males, males. Right.
1: Not, not even all black males just
2: right so so if you're a black male and you fall in the lgbtq category you don't count if you're a woman you don't count transgender you don't count you know it's certain people that don't count it's like I'm gonna speak I'm gonna be the loudest I'm, I'm gonna say the most ignorant and uneducated shit because why should I waste my time you know uh speaking on these things and if a woman turns around and be like nigga you wrong you don't know what you're talking about let somebody speaks that really knows about these things you a lot of dudes their egos would flare up and would go attack that woman on some well bitch you don't know what you're talking about it's like i, I actually do i actually do no more than you do i actually march i actually organize I'm, I'm actually on the ground i you know i actually organize shit we actually do this what what have you done other than put this post up since you want to challenge other people
1: well, we've been trained to be this way. Our entire lives has been people telling us how fucking awesome we are and how much more important we are to everybody and how we define really what blackness is supposed to be. Like black like you know, how many times have you just heard the rallying call of like black men are being killed by the police?
2: Constantly. You
1: know? It's just is it just but it's it's innate in the discussion already and yeah, it's, some of the loudest niggas are the ones that step up just to be like everyone should listen to me it's like okay dog you got your comments on you, you yeah. good you good now
2: yeah and and in my personal opinion there are a lot of uh black celebrities i might be wrong but just my opinion there are a lot of black celebrities that do a lot of shit that constantly don't want no credit don't want their name associated with it don't they like they probably put,
1: well, they. i mean how many black celebrities catch hell if you find out about that shit you can't win and it's a real game like people i respect will do that to people where it's like well they this person ain't giving nothing i don't see they name nowhere so then something comes out that's like well these people do give well now they want people to know about it i mean it's good pr i mean that's something good like it's always a catch-22 for blackness it's just a double blind blind of just you are going to catch flack for loving black people, no matter what. I still say it's the most revolutionary thing you can do because no matter what, you're going to catch flack from your own people and you're going to catch flack from people on personal petty shit and you're going to catch flack from outside whiteness because it's just like everybody's anti-black and trained to be so. Um, And you got to persevere and do it despite knowing all that shit. But, you know, at any rate, um, I just refuse. His idea of this not being shade and this not being about and these people and shit Jesus. there's it's impossible to put a picture specifically of three people and then make this type of comment attached to it and then say but it's not no it's not taking shots at them it's going to be taking the shots at them if i was one of the people in the picture i would be like this nigga just took shots at me why so uh zero to a hundred though
2: it's tyrese zero.
1: zero. all right uh i gotta give it a hundred he consistently uh stays on a hundred and I'm sure the next post we'll read will be him talking about what black women need to do to get a man. So, mm-hmm. won't be long. Won't be soon no, before you long. Know,
2: then, you know, you wonder why show got canceled.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, black firefighter's neighbor and training colleague charged with burning his black ass house down. hmm Oh! Uh, so, there was a firefighter that uh, received some harassment. He got a letter, uh, you know, basically... Um, calling him some, uh, some, some names and stuff and telling him to quit the firefighter force. Um, well, authorities have charged 39-year-old Matthew Gerardo on um, Friday with arson in connection with the fire, which consumed Kenneth Walker's home in North Tonawanda. Um, earlier this week, Gerardo lived across the street from Walker and his family, who were not home at the time of the blaze. Um, The suspect's girlfriend also notified authorities regarding the fire. Walker currently serves as the city's only black firefighter. WGRZ-TV reported that Gerardo was part of the same training group as Walker. However, the suspect was recently released from a separate volunteer fire company due to insufficient training. Gerardo pleaded not guilty at his arraignment on Friday, although police say he has already admitted to being responsible for the fire. His bail was $50,000. However, Gerardo said he was not responsible for the racist letter that walker received prior to the blaze which contained an anti-black slur and ordered him to resign by the end of the week federal authorities are investigating the letter now one okay first do you believe he wasn't responsible for the letter
2: Mm-mm. he did he yeah I did. because like
1: why the fuck would a threat fulfillment happen at the randomly at the same time that this dude got hate mail secondly um this idea that this man who was upset about a black firefighter wasn't even properly trained. He was kicked out of a different volunteer fire company because he had insufficient training. This is the height of white like just entitlement, inwitlement. Uh was it Harvey Gill that says that? Enwitlement. It is the it is the absolute the most inwitled you can fucking get. Like I'm not even trained to fight firefighters, but it's your black ass fault for being there and stopping people from fires. It's dangerous to be a firefighter. Ain't nothing cool about going into these dangerous situations and trying to save people's lives. And I don't work, I don't want you working with me if you're not properly educated. And I also don't want your racist ass on that. If my black ass house burning down, you gonna sit up there and fight, light a cigarette and be like, we'll get to it when we get to it. As long as it don't get on these white houses. Fuck that dude, man. Oh my God! A hundred for me,
2: right? That, that. Oh,
1: sorry. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't catch you oh, no all. So
2: the black dude set his house on fire.
1: No, the white dude sets the black firefighter's house on fire.
2: Oh, okay. I thought it was a...
1: no. Fuck you him. set his black ass house on fire, Fuck man. Him. Yeah. Fuck Coincidentally, after a letter that threatened the black firefighter to resign or, or under threat, like yeah, you wrote. You wrote that letter you yeah. wrote that shit you yeah. just don't want to get caught with that hate crime charge that's all
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah and i'll be i will be sure they fucking smack it on your ass too. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, speaking of other hypocritical racism uh so there was a cop that went viral in this uh daggering video what
2: that's a daggering
1: daggering is a type of dancing that uh most people know from uh, i think it was invented in jamaica i don't if i'm wrong i'm wrong sorry about that but, uh, that's why I'll become familiar with it. Okay. Uh, I will, I'll show you the video. It's on my screen. But, uh, ironically, it's posted to World Star Hip Hop. So that should tell you everything you need to know about this video. But, um, uh, basically they, um, it's a vid- it's, it's, it's where you like take your pelvis and thrust it into a woman's, uh, butt vagina area as hard as possible. Just to, it seems, uh, vigorously. Mm, that's what I
0: would so, This officer is clearly dancing with the women.
1: on duty. Right. Well, he's supposed to be on duty. One officer seems kind of embarrassed at first, but... They, they, yeah, so they're both, they're both dancing with these women now, and they start daggering and pumping and shit, uh, towards the women. And I'm assuming this went off, it's a three minute video, so maybe it went on for some time.
0: Right. Different
1: women came over and danced with them and did it, so.
2: Right, and it don't matter, you're actually on duty,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like, your yes, taxpayers' money is paying you dog mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's not professional you, you had
1: no business doing that he kept his job right of course well we, we, we're getting there we're getting there you, you, i know you probably think that's the the reason he's on the list that's not
2: oh my bad
1: yeah i know it's nothing wrong with assuming that that's the reason he's on the <laughs> okay. list okay i mean that's literally fucking with black people but yes. uh, apparently the daily news published multiple screenshots of this officer whose name is Gregory Gordon, uh, of his Facebook page and on his personal Facebook profile last month, he was saying some, uh, some pretty, uh, horrendous things. Um, can someone please refresh my memory or explain to me a time where the mayor's wife has ever been able to weigh in on police related topics ever before? Who cares that this former crack, what this former crack addict says? Uh, and of course, you know, all his comments are. Uh, I can't stand her. Someone said, I hope your Facebook is hundred percent private. So having said that, you are right though. Uh she's also a racist oh. bitch. Um and apparently this is a pattern um of things. Now, keep in mind he's talking about the mayor and his black wife. Oh Yeah, yeah. the, the mayor de Blasio's wife is black. Remember he got the son with the big furrow and stuff. Um so yeah, he he um Post, he posted the status the day after the post ran a report alleging that McCrary claimed uh, Commissioner Bill Bratton couldn't be trusted. That report has been disputed by McCrary, though. So, uh, that's, and that's, uh, the wife, I believe, of, uh, de Blasio. Uh, Gordon's racism isn't specific to the mayor's wife. In 2015, he had a post saying, so now the latest complaint is there aren't enough African Americans nominated for Oscars. Tell me again how there's no white entertainment television channel, but BET is okay. In other posts, he- When did you,
2: mm-hmm. Williams say this? What's happening?
1: <laughs> in other posts, Gordon criticized transgender tolerant bathroom laws. Are you fucking kidding me? If you have a dick, you belong in a man's room. Way to go to Blasio. And posited that men named Muhammad were likely to carry out terrorist attacks however he criticized his criticism of bratton was for not he had criticism of bratton for not allowing trump to speak at the precinct roll call for garnered uh has called has garnered special attention and a response from the commissioner himself if this is true brats can take our medals and shove them up his ass gordon wrote of the alleged trump trump snub bratton told the news he was very disturbed by the post yeah because i know he ain't have a problem with none of that racism
0: mm-hmm.
1: none of that and stated that the medals gordon received while on the force would be revoked yeah, that was about his personal honor as a white dude. Uh, if he feels so dishonored as a member of the New York City Police Department, we will help him continue to make a fool of himself, Bratton said. Uh, Gordon, the Post reports that Gordon is now being looked at by his police superiors. So he still hasn't been fired. Uh, zero to 100, Ken. 100. All right, I'm going uh, <sighs> to say 50 for me. I don't know racist police officer recklessly on Facebook I don't know I feel like it's about a 50 alright uh, let's see um, we need to go to uh, white people news okay let's see if we can find some good white people music I have not What's my cheesy list <laughs> go, go to you all stuff while Karen takes a, a slight break um all right, let's see. How about um what are y'all into these days? How about this?
0: Hey baby, won't you look my way? I can be your new addiction. Hey baby, what you gotta say? All y'all giving me is fiction.
1: She started with a whisper, and now is when I kissed her. And then she made my
0: lips hurt. I can hear the chatter, tape it to your lunch tray. Mama's always got a back tray, so and everybody talks. Talk.
1: let's get into what's going on with these white folks um white people are you know still in the news doing white shit uh take the plunge ja courtney's new girlfriend mackie dent flaunts her cleavage uh cleavage in a daring low-cut dress as a couple arrive at suicide squad premiere mm-hmm oh
2: so we're talking about titties
1: uh what a lot of white folks news is about what people were wearing and makeup and titties and shit i okay. i kid you not like literally like every fifth article is something about somebody wore this outside and some of them my favorite ones are the ones where it's just like someone wore a t-shirt and jeans they didn't dress up and they'll be like brave bold jennifer aniston steps outside without makeup for a day outdoor. it's just like someone wearing <laughs> someone wearing regular shorts and it'll just be like margot roby's strides in her well-defined pins as she I'm walks su- towards and you're like
2: i'm surprised i ain't try to find out who the designer of the shorts were
1: i don't think they i mean sometimes they do sometimes oh. they do it just depends uh really yeah it depends um but yeah they arrived to see uh, suicide squad uh That's at fast. the premiere That's
2: beautiful dress
1: yeah well they're i mean see the thing people have to realize is a symbiotic relationship because like part of me is like I used to be like, man, the press is kind of evil, man, because they'll just, like, take a woman wearing, like, no bra and be like, look at her n- perk nipples as she walks outside. It's like, damn, she can't just walk outside. But then it's like 90% of the time the celebrities are calling them to be like, all right, I need you to make people want to click on this picture of me. So if you got to say, look at, my, uh, look at my pussy print, do what you got to do. Like, the <laughs> point is
0: get these clicks
1: yeah and because and and like when it was like real like stars and shit i'm like okay that person may or may not even want to be seen right but then sometimes it's like people where it's like this person ain't famous yeah once
2: you get to like the 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 not as famous celebrities yeah Yeah, sometimes it's
1: like this person's only famous for being on these blogs and shit
2: true so it's a symbiotic
1: relationship like you obviously called them and said i'm gonna go to the store but i'm putting on full makeup heels and a low-hanging blouse because i need to be in these papers and i'm a third tier reality tv star that nobody gives a fuck about what i'm up to with my day-to-day so please come out and and make it happen so it you know some of these situations it's like okay um but yeah so they uh they went to the premiere and they was wearing uh she had a low-cut dress guys so obviously big news in the white world Um, Ah! uh let's see what else happened um oh busty leanne rhymes oh uh, more titty related news uh busty leanne Ah! rhymes uh (laughs) performed in a barely there top guys um you know barely there yeah she put on an eye popping display as she shows off her uh some extreme cleavage uh, in her barely there top uh right
2: i mean it's there
1: uh the top i mean they but are you gonna click on it if you don't think you're gonna see some titties like this is the thing it's a bunch of famous people that are never ever ever gonna put their titties out but what they do is the article has to make it sound like you can see the whole titty y'all mm-hmm. click and then you click on it and you go okay she just had a lot of it's just a, a shirt with like you can see like the middle of the titty Mm-hmm. porn exists on the internet yeah. but for white people it does not this is the porn ah
2: that's the closer they're gonna get to it
1: yeah now uh yeah Leanne Rimes performed um at London's GAY nightclub uh Saturday night um mm-hmm.
2: oh, my only problem is that they charge her a full price for half a top like that's the problem I be having
1: with these stuff see I feel yeah I feel I be like, like if she's I'm gonna get getting half, ripped off
2: right right if I'm paying if I'm getting half the top I want to pay half the price
1: yeah but you know what these are the types that should cost more because it's definitely the ones they write about
2: Ah, that's true now if that's You would have showed
1: up with, a, with just a t-shirt on it wouldn't have made the white people news
2: but that's true i apologize but all i'm saying is that you you're paying more money per yard on your material that's all
1: now to keep to keep it fair and even okay because i'm feeling like people are probably feeling like that's these are some pretty misogynistic articles right now and, and i hear you i hear you. the tone is fucked up but uh their equal opportunity objectifies as they say a hollywood makeover gordon ramsay 49 looks drastically different as he appears to get heavy-handed with the makeup for las vegas gala so they're going in on gordon ramsay for his makeup okay they're saying he put on a little too much makeup and now he's white people news okay
2: oh shit now with too much makeup
1: yeah now this here's a picture of him left and right side by side of uh, the 49 year old at just on a regular day with a picture headshot and then him with all that makeup on at this uh 50 caesar's palace 50th anniversary gala yeah. like yeah. the makeup artists
2: did their job
1: yeah and also why wouldn't you get made up at this like he also had on a suit in this other picture yes like is is that are they trying to
2: going to cook with some grease or some shit or yell at some students ain't trying to be fancy
1: yeah i I feel like if you took his wife and daughters are there as well i bet if you took pictures of them coming from the gym and then pictures of them at this event you'd be like makeup what right you know what i mean uh so yeah they uh they uh that was big news in the white in the white world um
2: I wish I had them problems.
1: Yeah, white people news, man. Don't forget, white people news is brought to you by Bevel. That's right. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed civilly for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Get clear, smoother skin with Bevel. I shave with mine today. Ladies that have a little bit of chin hair, they write into the show and say, "Hey." I shave to get mine taken care of too. Mm -hmm. You know, I want my face, the little bit of part I got to shave. Hey, I need it to be luxurious as well. Ain't that the truth? And smell good and have that restoring balm so that I don't feel any irritation and stuff. I remember Mm -hmm. when I used to cut my hair with like uh, the other brands of razors designed for the white man, uh, made by the white Chaton um i remember i used to uh my neck would be irritated sometimes for hours like Mm -hmm. and you put like aftershave on and all this different shit and it just like all day your neck just feels that hot fire you know irritation and now i shave and within like literally within a minute or so it's like I never touch my face. Like, it's just, it feels good and everyone should get this experience. Uh, so yeah, go to getbevel.com and use code TBGWT. Get 20% off of your first month. That's getbevel.com. G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Um, all right. More white people news, uh, brought to you by Bevel. Um, Rosie Huntington Whiteley and Jason Statham take care of errands before the weekend. That's right. Big white people news. Breaking. Oh, Breaking white people news. What do
0: do?
2: Go shopping. They <laughs> pick up UPS. You know, go by the floral store. Go buy cakes. Buy the kids new
0: shoes. You know,
1: while you were on your Facebook arguing over the worth of a black woman's life, uh, they was out here worried about this uh, these errands, dog. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, they can't. You can't. You know, the, you got a lot of errands to take care of, and the weekend is coming. Okay, this is important um so yeah the 29 year old model and the 49 year old star uh took care of business and ran, be- ran errands in beverly hills
2: yeah they uh fucked around and gave their assistant time off and they was like you gave up I, I you did i don't know we don't remember so guess shit guess we got it this weekend
1: they spent early the earlier part of the week hanging out with family in, in, on the beach in malibu and jason will star in the 2018 shark thriller meg and it was just announced that Orange is the New Black. Ruby Rose is in negotiation to join the cast as well. Um, I don't know what this. Who's Ruby Rose and what does this have to do with Rosie Huntington Whiteley? I have no idea. Um. Oh, because she was a. Oh, because when they ran errands, uh, Ruby Rose was with Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Uh, uh, now, see, this is one of those stories. I feel like Rosie called these paparazzi. Not not to run the two running the in the other one. Yeah. No, like, no, no, no. Not Rosie. Not the the woman who was the 29-year-old girlfriend of Jason Statham. Okay, she yeah. she called because they're not even in the picture together. Like, I'm looking at these pictures, and it's her by herself and then her with this other woman. But they're not pictures of her and Statham together at the same time. So they must have got the information from her. And then she called and was like, can y'all report on this? And somebody said yes they said yes. Uh, well, we'll get more white news tomorrow guys. It's uh this it's, it's been a lot of white news. Yeah. I, break, I don't know how y'all are handling it. I'll be sitting down.
2: It's a, it could be a bit a, a tad much.
1: Yes, it can be a tad much. I uh, mean,
2: it's it's almost like an irritating sunburn.
1: It really is. It's it's really like when you uh go to get a latte and that out of pumpkin spice. Right. I completely understand. Me too. Uh how it is. I feel so. the pain. Mhm. Uh, let's go to guess the race. Let's go to guess the race the right way. Wait, that is wrong. All right, let's try this one. Now that it's time for some guess the race, that's right, it's guess
2: the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the
1: race, that's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race and not forgot to say but i I heard it y'all uh and we <laughs> go around and get articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race yes
2: and this episode is sponsored by loot crate
1: that's right Are we you... here
2: to let y'all know about loot crate what is it it's anti-hero
1: it's anti-hero that's yeah. right
2: I, i've been paying attention to y'all it's anti-hero it's the theme and so for those of you that you know been following us on social media i, I constantly post you know, things that we do, we do an opening, we did an opening on the air, we got a bunch of cool stuff, uh, from Loot Crate, so use the code TBDWT and go to Loot Crate, and, uh, we get, a, a percentage of that, and we thank everybody that gets it. We got, uh, some Ricky Morty socks, mm-hmm. we got some Mega Man socks, mm-hmm. we constantly getting that, and for those of you to go, well, I got loot crate and I want to upsize. They got like a, like a larger loot, loot crate. So it's more
1: loot. And- loot crate DX is a bigger box, bigger loot every month. Loot crate DX brings you high caliber collection of items from your favorite pop culture franchises and delivers them right to your door for less than $50 a month. You'll get at least $100 worth of goodies from collectibles to apparel to home goods and more. August is the perfect time to finally explore the murky world of the anti-hero, get gritty with exclusive items from DC comics, borderlands, and marvel including two stylish wearables and cool collectibles to light up your life uh so make sure you guys go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt and you'll get three dollars off of any new subscription at lootcrate.com slash tbgwt yes
2: thank you for those that are subscribing and for those of you that share with family and friends and getting them up on loot crate it's worth every dime
1: Saugatuck, michigan probably pronounced that wrong a worker ah. a worker who drowned in molasses uh molasses tank last week molasses With, tank he drowned in a molasses tank oh, last I week I bet that was
2: a slow ass death because i don't know if y'all ever seen molasses move molasses moves very very slow and when i was a kid my mom used to tell me you move like molasses and i didn't know what it was until i got a hold of some molasses so that was about a three hour death
1: mm. yeah i feel like that was very inappropriate to bring up but <laughs> uh at any rate um he was under the serve for at least four minutes before the company gr- owner grabbed an electric saw and cut the container. They had to cut cut the container to get him out because they couldn't just reach in there and pull him out. It's thick and sticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, freeing the worker so they could start CPR. Oh, can you imagine what the CPR on that was like? Because it's hot out of your lungs. Oh,
0: oh. The circumstances
1: oh, surrounding Robert Herware's July 26th workplace death are detailed in a report uh, released Tuesday, August 2nd by the County Sheriff Department. He was working with a co-worker cleaning a 12-foot tall plastic tank uh, when the molasses level became too low to pump out of the container. Uh, he then made the decision to climb into the tank to adjust the valve. Uh, the valve. Uh, so that sounds like that was the mistake, right there. Uh, yeah, I guarantee you,
2: there's a policy in the book that says don't ever do this.
1: Yeah. Uh, he donned a pair of waders and covered his face with a safety mask, making sure it was nice and tight before climbing into the tank. His co worker and friend, Kevin De Herrera, uh, De Herrera, uh, anyway, told the police. According to the report, uh he uh hey her weigher used a forklift and straps to lower himself into the tank. After adjusting the valve so it could continue pumping the liquid, he started to climb out of the tank but then stopped moving. He said Robert was just there standing by the tank by the tank wall and then he was yelling at him, asking him what was wrong and if he was okay. Robert never responded back or moved his head in a yes or no. Oh. must have just been filled with molasses.
2: Yeah, and just stick because it's probably so thick you couldn't move even if you wanted to.
1: Yeah. Uh, The Herrera told police he briefly tried to lift the 6'3 Herweyer before running to the office. Uh, Alexander using the electric saw to cut Herweyer out of the tank. And he said, and he and other workers immediately began resuscitation efforts until medical help arrived. Alexander estimated her wear was under liquid approximately four to five minutes before they were able to start CPR. Uh, he had syrup in his lungs and died from drowning. Uh, he died in, his death is the 13th workplace fatality in Michigan in 2016. Uh, he died a week before uh, the 23-year-old died a week before his bride, Joy, was expected to have their first baby. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the Michigan Occupational Safety and Health Administration is conducting an investigation into the death. Part of Moisha—that's that's really the acronym. Okay. Part of Moisha's M- M- uh, uh, findings will be uh, whether there will be any fines or penalties assessed to the employer um so we'll see what happens but uh guess the race he, guess the race
2: I guarantee you he broke a rule it's probably a rule that tells them not to, not do, that. to
1: do that right maybe i don't know it's lots i don't know maybe it's a situation they never thought would happen or something true you know well if it's not a rule it's gonna be a rule either way it's a sticky situation <laughs> uh karen ah! guess the race white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe uh, the race is the sugar takes another black man. Shaking my head, <laughs> white, a nigga would have just watched. <laughs>
0: Aww. <laughs> Aww. Oh, that's terrible.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, someone said a sweet death, anyway. A cor- the correct, an- oh, molasses took his sweet time killing that white man, <laughs> white. mm-mm-mm Y'all trying to say uh, y'all trying to say he added some white sugar to that to that molasses? <laughs> well, the correct answer is white. Everybody.
0: Mm
1: mm I wonder if they will play uh, blackberry molasses at his funeral. Oh. Oh wait, somebody did say black, didn't they? Yeah. Mm mm mm. Well, you you getting booed? Get the booze. But yeah he did that's a terrible way to die man i cannot imagine dying that kind of suffocation because thick ass molasses in your lungs and right. shit and that
2: guarantee you i try to find they probably hit his body and instantly hardened
1: Mm-hmm. that's yeah. why they
2: was like hey you okay you all right now
1: yeah, he couldn't even move and shit it's probably in the thick of it all right <laughs> Let's, uh you know what let's go to uh the bonus round this has been a pretty long show already um we'll go right to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody is one for one except for that one person. Uh, and, uh, we'll see if you guys can keep it going when the pressure's on. Alright. Well, let's get into the bonus round. Um, why is this freezing now? Okay. Uh, newspaper ran side by side obituaries of the same man. One from his wife, and one from his girlfriend. Oh! A New Jersey man was so loved, he had two competing obituaries when he passed away Tuesday, one from his wife and another from his girlfriend. Leroy B. Black. Ah, that's his name! That's his name. Ha 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 ha! Leroy B. Black of Egg Harbor <laughs> Township died Tuesday <laughs> from, from lung cancer to, due to fiberglass exposure. His obituary said he was 55. Yet, in announcing funeral arrangements in the press, uh, of Atlantic City, there were two different obituaries for him. Uh, let me see. Uh, on the top one, Black is survived by his loving wife, Beretta Harrison Black. And in the next one, he is survived by his longtime girlfriend, Princess Hall. Uh, wife Beretta Bar- isn't even mentioned in that one. Uh, an employee of Greenwich F- G- Funeral Home said there were two obituaries because the wife wanted it one way and the girlfriend wanted it another way. Ah! <laughs> well, ain't that that ain't that the story of life, guys? Am I right? <laughs> anyway, um...
2: <laughs> I wonder who got all the money if he got any money.
1: The employee said everybody knew the two obituaries were happening. Damn. Yeah. Damn. B- he wasn't shit when he was alive like it's gonna be two obituaries did, did,
2: did they both sit in the front seat right there in front of the casket
1: right he was like i'm, I'm gonna put the bitches in obituaries
2: ah what well, well, one was sitting on the the you know the the bench uh for the church and the other one put a fold out chair and on the other side and i was <laughs> like bitch we both gonna sit here today I don't care if i got to pull out a fold out
1: it's like that one remember that one funeral clip we had with a woman saying Seven Days for Mary yes, J. Blonde? Yes, at the funeral. And people was like, Are you is this happening? Yeah, they that, that yeah, they was like, We both gonna be number one. Like you in a church singing the side chick song? Mm-hmm. Monday. We play the game <laughs> Tuesday. Oh my god. Um, yes. So uh <laughs> Uh, I could see
2: them, I could, I could see them literally brawling, sure, because everybody knew, so that meant they knew about each other. Ain't like they didn't know about each other, apparently.
1: Well, we're still guessing the race, so let me see if I can, here's the obituaries. Leroy Bill Black, 55, of Egg Harbor Township, died August 2nd, 2016, at home surrounded by his family. He was born September 30th, 1960, to Ethelin and Wilfred Wilf, Black. He is survived by his loving wife, Barrett to Harrison Black, and his son, Jazz Black. Ah, 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 this kid, this kid he was also a father to Malcolm and Josiah Harrison Fitzpatrick. Oh. <laughs> Funeral services will be two p pe- see, this is why I'm not messing in real life. Okay? My my obituary is gonna be nice and tight. Yeah, Ray, gonna be so clean. My shit ain't about to be like and his secret family came too. Mm-mm. Uh Sunday, August 7, 27. So be like he died and lived in Shaw, North Carolina, DN. <laughs> right. <laughs> he is survived by his wife, who killed him from watching too much snap and fatal attraction.
2: Uh, no kids, no kids. She has to she ain't have to fight with nobody.
1: Check the insurance, y'all. I uh, know, right. Greenwich funeral homes, three hundred. See if she just increased it uh they said the uh, funerals at 1 p.m where friends may come through an additional view will be from 4 p.m to 6 p.m uh saturday august 6th um then the other one is leroy blast black and blast is in quotes like that was his nickname blast
2: oh so, so. yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah ah! where do you think he got that blast nickname from mm. Mm-hmm. I think it's from uh, blasting, shooting up the club, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
2: blasting that sperm. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You think his favorite song was that uh, J. Kelly? Ah.
0: That's
1: what I think it was. I think his favorite song was, uh, I be nothing in these bitches. I think that's what (laughs) it papa was rolling stone you want to go old school. I ain't going to pull out Mm -hmm. because I be nothing in these bitches. I think that's what he used to listen to. Uh, the 55 year old of Egg Harbor Township, uh, passed away at home August 2nd, 2016, from cancer of the lungs due to fiberglass exposure. He is survived by his son, Jazz Black, siblings, Donald Faye, Cherry, Janet, Vilma, Lorna, Clo- Clover. These are all nicknames. She's putting their names in their nicknames. Ah! I feel like the mistress might have known him better than the wife. Come She's got on, got the now. nicknames in here. Andre, I- Audrey Marcia, Sandra, Rosemarie, and a host of other family members and neighbors and his longtime girlfriend, Princess Hall. He is predeceased by his parents, Bill, who was employed at the Fiberglass Technician South Shore contractors in Ocean City Water Park. Funeral services will be two PM Sunday, August seventh, twenty sixteen. Green Ridge Funeral Homes. Um two PM? Wait a minute. Didn't the other one say one PM? Ah! Hold up she got a different time at the funeral like okay mistress time too, uh wife time show up at one and then we all okay. gonna get together for additional viewing at four to six
0: <laughs> you know what the
2: I, fuck? they probably had it well family probably come in at one Yes, I'm saying. The, everybody else at two she was like well i'm gonna get there at two y'all yeah
1: this is the messy this is a messy ass and pop my
2: lawn chair and sit right beside her Mm -mm
1: -mm. in fact
2: i'm gonna sit in front of the casket uh
1: the employee Ah, yeah everybody said they knew to uh on the wife's version he goes by bill the second list his name is blast he'll uh all right so anyway guess the race uh mr leroy b black karen Ah, ah. this
0: man
2: is black
1: you gonna go, you gonna say Leroy be Black? Leroy be Black
2: was black.
1: So you think he be black?
2: He be 100% black.
1: Alright, let me check with the chat room. Well, if he
2: ain't, he don't know nothing about jazz.
1: Check with these, uh, check with these, these Negroes, these Negras. <laughs> <laughs> these niggers. I can't believe I do this for a living. Ugh! Oh, what life is this shit. Uh, <laughs> all right they've been guessing before you even asked let me go oh, back man. up scroll up a
2: little bit. yeah
1: let me go back up let's see um what we got here um oh somebody about the molasses brilliant villain said this is how my pancakes feel i guess all right anyway side chick black um all black everything as in jazz black and mild wood tip <laughs> discovered the newest darkest shade of black black someone who named his brother who named a son jazz black blackity black 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 voted obama twice black Aww. his name is literally a gimme jillie b black these niggas names sound like black ass autobots black man just black uh ah. <laughs> michael bay's jazz was probably last name black the newspaper uses mugshot for his pick damn Kevin Gates uh voice, uh I got two homes, one for the wife and one for the hoes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh god. oh, I can't see through the tears. Oh. Uh Target practice for Felice Black, so black, LOL. Wedding going to be like a love and hip hop reunion show, black. Oh, Oh, oh man, he got two funeral homes, LOL. Uh all right. <laughs> <sighs> well, everybody got it right, Black. If, if he be black
2: was was white, I'd have been like, "Okay, my radar is 100% off." <laughs> here
1: is here is a picture uh for those who want to see um so now those like is that his hair in the back or a hat I can't tell like did he have like dreads or something Mm -hmm. is that the mural from the glass I don't know I don't know what's going on with that hair man it might you know it does lend itself to my theory that dudes that spend that much time with their hair uh can't possibly stay faithful it's just too much beautiful hair
2: that funeral gonna be lit and i can't even imagine you know after the funeral service with but everybody like bring the family food they're gonna be like two separate locations they gotta so you gotta visit the wife to turn around and visit the mistress too
1: and well then they all get together from four to six so both both obituaries said at four to six we all getting together so i'm assuming everybody gonna be at the same spot for that
2: oh nigga, probably mess around to be a brawl i
1: just i just ain't trying to be friends with both of them now i gotta go to two funerals nigga Mm -mm. i don't want to go to one Mm -mm. i be here one and two
2: no mm, you know what wrap it up something like that i might not even show up i'll be like you know what nah nah
1: yeah oh messy ass man right fuck the whole family damn dicks are powerful and he must
2: have had i'm assuming that some of these children must have been her children
1: i don't know Delicious. she didn't say okay i don't know she's calling everybody their nicknames and shit he is survived by dolores cookie Johnson. <laughs> she didn't even say the last name it was just oh. dolores cookie in quotes uh, <laughs> uh. theodore <laughs> leroy we call him big boy all right all right Of that funeral really gonna be like, mm-hmm. uh, a youth is charged with threatening his father with a samurai sword. They don't even respect the, the, the parents, y'all.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: a Nasi Lemak seller uh pleaded not guilty at the Ampong magistrate's court here today to threatening his father with a samurai sword last week. Kamarul Adin man what Kamarizalman? I did say it right, mm. nice twenty-three was charged with criminal intimidation against Camerozalman Shafi 68, who is also a Nazi Lamak seller, by wielding the sword with the intention of intimidating the victim. He allegedly committed the offense at an open area in Jalan Taratai, uh one slash one Taman Bukit territory Okay, that's the address. Alright, I was wondering what that was. Uh Magistrate Haslinda A. Ralph. Uh, allowed to accuse bail on RM five thousand was that rubies what what in what? Mm-hmm. Anyway. one surety and set an additional condition that he was prohibited from interfering with the complainant and prosecution witnesses. Uh, the court fixed the September eighth for mention of the case. Um, all right, so I now have questions. One, how much is this amount of money? in dollars I gotta know how much this is cause
2: uh, yeah cause
1: yeah this uh you know I gotta get some type of conversion um <laughs> okay that's about $1200 that he got out of bail on so that seems kind of low for a person that tried to kill their daddy uh and then the other thing is I don't know what a Nazi Lamac is uh-huh. and they put it in quotes um what, what the fuck is what is that is Nazi Lamock salesman is that like a brand or something over there? Let me see. Nazi Lamak is. Oh, it's food. Okay. It's a fragrant rice dish cooked in coconut milk and pandan leaf. Mmm, this, mm, this kind of look good. Let me uh, put this on the screen so y'all can see what these uh, people was out here serving to the community. Mm, like, i like, come with some chicken. Uh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, see, that's what it looked like.
2: Oh, that look delicious! Right? Don't
1: you want to try some of that? You got some egg on it. Mm-hmm. That chicken thigh. Yeah, the chicken thigh over there. What? Is, I don't know what this is in the corner, but it's like
2: pulled pork. But I
1: don't think that's what it is. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think I won't. Think I won't put my mouth on it. And it got some eggs. Yeah,
2: don't want no sword on the side. But
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, keep the sword to yourself. It's commonly found in Malaysia, or it's considered a national disc, a uh, dish. So assuming a lot of people have it and they got a recipe on allrecipes.com but this shit like it's complicated like i'm gonna have to boil some eggs make some rice mm-hmm. make a chicken thigh like i'm gonna be doing a lot
2: uh that's a lot of steps
1: yeah you gotta put some uh anchovies on it oh oh that's what those were It looked like the pulled pork it was anchovies
0: oh uh,
1: okay at any rate don't be out here trying to kill your daddy with swords guys Please don't. that's a pretty easy one all right we'll be back tomorrow where we'll have jl covan uh on the show with us and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh until then just make sure you guys stay be black and die um <laughs> 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 until then i'll talk uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow until then love you i love you too Mwah.